0: nature of this program, listener discretion is advised.
1: Mr. Trump is an enigma. He is complicated, as am I. He is both good and bad, as do we all. But the bad far outweighs the good. And since taking office, he has become the worst version of himself. He is capable of behaving kindly, but he is not kind. He is capable of committing acts of generosity, but he is not generous. He is capable of being loyal, but he is fundamentally disloyal. Donald Trump is a man who ran for office to make his brand great, not to make our country great. He had no desire or intention to lead this nation, only to market himself and to build his wealth and power. Mr. Trump would often say this campaign was going to be the greatest infomercial in political history. He never expected to win the primary. He never expected to win the general election. The campaign, for him, was always a marketing opportunity. The sad fact is that I never heard Mr. Trump say anything in private that led me to believe he loved our nation or wanted to make it better. In fact, he did the opposite. When telling me in 2008 or 2009 that he was cutting employees' salaries in half, including mine your podcast won't fail
2: it's just a coincidence that you were talking about the jack and triumph show and i'm here thank you so much for having me on your podcast
0: hey man this is kevin smith guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at spotcast.com and you're listening to the two strangers one podcast this is podcasting
1: Listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Colon and Paul Pasquillo.
3: Well,
2: hello, and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And long-term listeners of the show will know when I first started the show, I was very sober. I was actually sober for about five and a half years. Keyword. Keyword, folks. Was. Was. It was. um it was. I decided it's been a long fucking day. I put in a fucking full day at work. My fucking chores are done. My bills are fucking paid. And goddammit, if I'm going to do a podcast, I'm going to fucking... Maybe not stinking drunk, but you know, while Paul and I are getting ready, I've been... <laughs> I took a bath earlier, damn it. I'm not stinking drunk, and I just sort of said, you know what, uh, fuck it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna crack open a fucking beer, and it's like it's a forty ounce, so like I'm kind of keeping it real by drinking a forty, but it's a Budweiser forty, which isn't like It's keeping it real,
4: guys. Keeping when when real. you
2: see the homeboys hanging out in front of their houses and sitting on the stoops and stuff like that, they're not exactly drinking fucking Budweiser forties. So I mean, it's cheaper than a six pack. And uh, so while while we're getting ready, I'm like I'm listening to Pandora. Paul's taking care of other business, and I'm sort of just rocking out here. So Ugh. welcome to the show, people. Uh, you yeah, know,
4: he's he's definitely been
2: uh, rocking out. I, right? Look, I drink and I I drink and I sing. I mean, what's wrong with that? You know, look, see, let me just take it. Let me take a nice little swig. Oh
4: my God. This is this has turned into the. <laughs> Two Strangers, One
2: Drunk Podcast. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I don't have to get up and take a piss in the middle of the episode. And if, if not, don't worry, listeners. I'll just edit that out. You don't have to fucking wait for me to come back and take a piss. Paul has to fuck um, Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but uh, I, I do want to say thank you for the people who have been supporting my uh, eBay page. Uh, because of that, I've actually... Uh, and the funny thing is, in the eBay page, I'm like, the money goes to support the podcast. Which I guess it does, technically, because you know, uh, I could help pay for like my monthly internet bills and so on and so forth. But uh I could actually afford to trip a trip to New York City. Like Paul when I were discussing right before the episode, you know, I haven't been I mean, well, I went to New York City for Comic Con and that's all fine and good and you know, going to New York Comic Con, you know, it's always an event for me and it's the closest thing I'm gonna get to a fucking vacation. Because, you know, I haven't been I haven't been on an official vacation since like what, two thousand and four? So you know, goddammit, you know, if I could get out of the city and, and spend a couple days and enjoy myself uh, at Comic-Con, that's all fine and good. But, uh, you know, my mom's birthday is coming up, and uh, she hasn't seen my daughter in well over a year since I haven't had my car. So, you know, thankfully for the wonderful people who have been supporting the eBay page. And, you know, on eBay, I put, like, podcast stuff all over the fucking uh, eBay page. So, uh, for the people, I don't know if you're new fans or old fans or whatever... Thank you for purchasing the stuff. Continue, keep coming back, and uh, so,
4: so the, l- let me say this. So,
2: uh-huh.
4: unbeknownst to Chris, what I'm going to do here once I, whenever I get rid of this second job, God, God willing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> seriously, Chris, like they literally, and this this is people will will laugh at this. My boss cannot seem to keep a person at this fucking, fucking job. Dude, you you've been to my job. Yeah, it's the fucking easiest job in the whole time in the whole fucking world. You yeah. get paid minimum wage, and actually, if you work out, you actually get paid um, fast food worker pay mm-hmm. after a while. Because you know we're not gonna, they're not, he's not gonna pay you fast for fast food worker pay if you're not gonna be a long term employee. That's just stupid. Yeah. Um. So. With, <laughs> We had we had what we called a forty minute mic before. He lasted forty minutes, <laughs> couldn't handle this job and left. That was like a year or two ago.
2: Yeah, we've we everybody's had those. Everyone's had those coworkers where like they're like they don't make it to the fucking end of the day.
4: And 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 here's the other one. Like so, this guy went through the hiring process, passed a drug test, started working on Saturday. I wasn't there. I was working my other job, mm-hmm. and I was told I was told the story. And they're like, we can't figure out why he didn't, why he, uh, why he left because he was good at the, he was really good. And I said, well, was there anything that he said that it seemed, well, I mean, he, he made a, a big deal about, or he didn't make a big deal. He, he just didn't, he didn't like how they couldn't, you know, there wasn't any breaks. Uh, and, and I went and I went, well, there's where, that's the problem. Cause see what happened was, is he, he was working for about five hours. Mm -hmm. And then the guy's like, can I go get something to eat? And, you know, the guy's training. So, you know, the other guy that was there was like, yeah, go ahead. I mean, just, you know, just don't take all day and come back. Mm -hmm. And he even gave him some money to get some food. Guy never came back.
2: Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, never even came back, Chris. I mean, I could understand. ah. Like, I mean, uh, you know, for people, I mean, if you're a smoker, because it's not like you're like, it's not like in your job, people could go out and smoke. I mean, I guess technically they could, but... No, no, you know,
4: no, you can. No, dude, you can definitely, like...
2: Step that's... out in the back and have a cigarette and stuff like that, or... Yeah. You know, And but, okay, so, I mean, I could understand some people, because that's the one thing I hated in my old job, when you had people that were smokers, and were like, they would go out, and, you know, what would be like, a, what's supposed to be like a five-minute smoke break, they come back like 15 minutes later. And it's like, oh, if, if I fucking disappear for 15 minutes, the fucking, you know, the building comes collapses down. But, uh, so, you know, I could understand someone that, you know, if they're used to getting that break every couple of hours to go out and have a cigarette and they're sitting like, well, oh my God, I can't do anything. So, you know. so what, what, what my, what the other guys, the guy that was training
4: him said was, mm-hmm. you know, you can just, you know, it's not always busy there. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, when, when it's not busy, go out and do what you got to do. You know, if you got to go to the bathroom, you got to go to the bathroom. If you got to, If you need to go out and smoke, go smoke. Uh It's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, don't take all day and don't be gone for like an hour. But like, you know, if you need to go and do something, go do something. Yeah. You know, and he just didn't get that. So
2: and where that place is, it's like you're I mean, shit, even if you go to the supermarket, like you don't have to go to the fast food place. You can literally go to, to like a supermarket and get something, you know, relatively cheap. Because obviously, I mean, like, you know, you're not going to get any snacks there because snacks are snacks and that's not really fucking food. But I mean, you could literally go to the department, you know, the supermarket and grab something relatively healthy (laughs) and not have to, uh, you know, not have to waste your money on fucking, you know, hostess cream pies or whatever the case may be. Mm. Yeah, but... And but you know, I guess, you know, some people, you know, they they the fucking reality settles in like, oh shit, I'm fucking stuck here for the eight hours. But that's fucked up that he owes the guy he borrowed money from the guy and didn't Well, I mean it was only like two dollars and
4: fifty cents, but still it's like still it was
2: the fucking principle of the thing, man. God my two dollars and fifty cents. Where's my two dollars? Scumbag, you know. But I guess, you know, some people can't fucking hack it. I mean the good thing, like with me, like I said, you know, i fucking put in a full day worth of work and you know, I'm taking care of my bills and stuff like that, but fuck it, I'm gonna have a drink if I wanna and uh so it turns out, Paul, the nineties are making a comeback. <laughs> mm. As, as I was putting the notes together, I'm like, there's a lot of nineties related sh- uh, stories in, in this. Um, so the first, I mean, well, the first, and, and I guess, and I'll get much more into it in the second half of the show, the nerdy news, uh, Captain Marvel came out this past weekend. Uh, I went to go see it Thursday, went to go see it, <laughs> went to go see it in the IMAX, which unfortunately isn't the theater. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> where you work. But uh you know, saw it in IMAX. Uh you, you know, I bought tickets. I don't want to say last minute, but you know, you seats were I was like a dead center, but like the second row in, which when you go to see IMAX like you're so close to the screen the second row in that it's literally both halves of the screen are like it fills your peripheral vision. Like if something happens on the right side of the screen you literally have to like fucking turn your head right. Um wasn't 3D, though, right. which I'm surprised because usually that I'm, but I guess because it's weird because in other places they had Captain Marvel in 3D, but not at the IMAX. I mean, it was just in IMAX, you know, it was it just in the big, big screen format, IMAX format, but it wasn't 3D. Um, and I got to say, you know, uh, you know, we'll move on to other. I- I'm not going to get too deep into it because I have that say for the nerdy news, but I fucking enjoyed it. For all the fucking haters out there that, you know, these guys... And trust me, I'm the first person, like, I don't like movies that have a fucking agenda. Like, you know, I didn't like Ghostbusters 2016. You know, I am pissed off that, like, when we finally got The Force Awakens, Star Wars movie, it's focused on a on a girl and not, you know, Luke Skywalker. Or someone from the Skywalker family. I mean, yes, technically, Kylo Ren is a Skywalker. But, you know, the movie wasn't about him. It's about Rey... And if we're going to follow anything to do with what happens in The Last Jedi, Ray's not even a Skywalker. So, uh, you know, when it comes to stuff like that, like, I do feel that those movies had an agenda. And, you know, like to to, 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 to force a, a female protagonist down our throats, uh, it really fucking turned me off. And, and, you know, and The Force Awakens, yeah, Force Awakens is good because it's a copy of the original Star Wars. And Ghostbusters 2016 was just a fucking, you know, hunk of shit. That being said, you know, for, for someone, and I'm the first person to say, you know, I'm not going to buy into this SJW bullshit. Fucking Captain Marvel was okay. You know, at the very least it wasn't bad. It wasn't a horrible movie. Brie Larson isn't destroying Marvel. You know, these people, you know, these guys who have a real fucking agenda on their hands. And, you know, and I, I, and it's, it's funny to watch over the weekend people who just bashing this fucking movie. And like, literally like with, with, with video titles like Brie Larson is destroying Marvel. Um, I watched this whole other video where the guy like took the movie apart and it's sort of like, Oh, well, she's, you know, she's real, uh, cocky and confident and, and what's that have to do with the character? And I'm like, when you watch the movie and I won't, I, later on we'll get into spoilers, but you know, the original character, the, the, the Brie Larsons playing Carol Danvers, she's an Air Force pilot. She's a female Air Force pilot, you know. I'm pretty sure in this day and age, yes, I'm pretty sure there are female Air Force pilots. This movie takes place in 1995, and I think, and and actually even goes back to 1989. Back in 1989, there weren't that many fucking female Air Force pilots. So just on that alone, if she's cocky, she has a fucking right to be cocky because she's broken through fucking glass ceilings. Um, You know, just to be an Air Force pilot. You're flying a fucking plane at hundreds of miles an hour. Yeah, you're going to be cocky. And then in the story, and, it's, and this isn't really spoiling too much, you know, she gets into an accident, for the lack of a better term, she she loses her memory, and then these and she gets recruited by fucking aliens, and she's working on, like, an alien force, the Cree the alien force. And once again, I don't think that's spoiling too much in the movie. It's not really, that's not super important. You could kind of tell that, because in the story, in the movie, it's sort of like she doesn't remember... That she's a human. And so then she's part of like, she's part of like, for the lack of a better term, the green beret, <laughs> you know, of this fucking alien military force. Yeah. So she's part of the elite military. Yeah. She's going to be cocky. She's going to be a little aloof. And then they're like, Oh, you know, she doesn't have, um, she has, doesn't have charisma. Have you ever seen when they interview fucking athletes after a game? Mm-hmm. The, the most incredible athletes in the world have the charisma of a fucking wet boot. You know, whenever they interview boxers or MMA guys or football guys, you know, I mean, yeah, there's yeah, there's certain guys that are that have a personality, you know, but look at Shaq. You know, Shaq talks like he's fucking he just woke up from a coma, you know, (laughs) whenever they interview guys after, you know, a, a basketball game or a football game or a baseball game, professional athletes have no fucking personality whatsoever. So, yeah, maybe Carol Danvers in this universe is someone who's good at what they do. You know, a good warrior, a good fighter, a good pilot, you know, she doesn't have to fucking smile and sing and fucking, you know, clap and do the fucking, you know, dancing monkey dance for you, you know, to fucking make you happy. You know, she's good at what she does. And, you know, not every character can be full of charm and charisma. And, you know, and once again, is it the greatest fucking Marvel movie? No, it's not. Uh, but it's better than, you know, and I put this in a pose, it's better than Iron Man 3. It's better than Thor 2 uh you know so well, it's it's, well, better, than age, it's minute, better than minute, age it's better than
4: age of ultron thor thor 2 was actually pretty good and i'll be honest with you that was such, such a beautiful i mean no movie. it was well shot but oh my god oh I, but it, if it was a woman i would have
2: had sex with that movie anyways continue. i don't know age of ultron <laughs> you know age of ultron thor 2 iron man 3 those are like the low points in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this movie was better than all of those. And once again, you know, is it saying like, you know, being the valedictorian in fucking summer school? Yeah, maybe. But for the way people are bashing this movie, um, and I'll get more, we'll get more into the details of the movie uh, and the nerdy news. But um, my thing is, if you like Marvel movies, you'll like Captain. Don't listen to what the fucking haters are saying. Go out and fucking see it. You know, and plus, it, it helps set up... Uh, Endgame. And, you know, and even like the next day when I went home, you know, the next you know, I saw Thursday night, Friday morning I watched Infinity War again because it got my fucking, you know, got my engine running. I'm like, alright, fucking Endgame's in a fucking, like a month and a half, you know, fuck it, you know Spider-Man and another, you know, later on in the summer, fucking, you know get me, and it, you know, it gets us geared up for, you know, and they're like oh, this is like, you know, they're shoehorning her into it, you know. Well, fucking Infinity War you know, Infinity War changed who Thanos was, you know, before Thanos was this fucking, you know, bad guy, biggest scumbag in the universe, and and Infinity War made Thanos a sympathetic character. And then we're going to, now we're going to have uh, Captain Marvel in Infinity War, you know, it's sort of, yeah, it, is it changing? Is it a bit of a retcon? Yes, it is a bit of a retcon. But, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, it's in- interesting, in- introducing a new character, And, you know, by the time we get to Endgame, it's going to be her with other people, you know. And people, oh, you know, a lot of this movie had to do with Nick Fury. Yes, <laughs> we like Nick Fury. We like Samuel L. Jackson. I want to see Samuel Jackson in every fucking movie. So for him, you know, like because the guy that was complaining about the movies, like, oh, it's like a buddy cop movie. Yes, what's wrong with a fucking buddy cop movie? You know, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Did you ever see uh, the Long Kiss Goodnight with Samuel L. Jackson and uh, what's her name? No, I don't think so. Uh... Well, wait
4: a minute. Well, who else was in it?
2: <clears throat> it was uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And, uh, and I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on, on the, the, the girl from a league of their own and Beetlejuice and, uh, oh my God. Why am I drawing? Ah, <sighs> tall. She was pretty back in the day. <laughs> and I mean, my long, long story short is if you ever see the long kiss good night, um, see, now you got, okay, but you know, long kiss good night, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, it's a buddy, you know, I'm not a buddy cop movie cause it's more of like a spy, a spy thriller. Um, but, uh, Gina, Gina Davis, that, yeah, Gina Davis. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Yeah. Gina Davis, Gina ooh, Davis ooh. is in long kiss of Night. And, uh, so when you see that movie, like, um, she's a, she's a spy who loses her memory, <laughs> kind of like Captain Marvel. And, uh, she comes across Samuel L. Jackson, who's just sort of like this hustler kind of character. And, you know, she starts to remember, and when she loses her memory, she, she kind of starts living like this real, like you know, suburban mom kind of life. And then, uh, she's, then she starts getting flash, she gets into a car accident where she hits a deer and she starts getting these flashbacks how she used to be this badass spy. So when before she was like this fucking, you know, house mom, now she's fucking, you know, shooting guns and, and learning how to fucking do, you know, Kung Fu that she forgot about. So it reminds me of The Long Kiss Goodnight, as in, you know, it's, it's Samuel Jackson and the white chick. <laughs> and the white chick has a bad memory and, uh, you know, and then, you know, starts realizing the badass powers that she has. So I'm, I have no problem with Samuel L. Jackson having a large part in this movie. Um, I thought it was fun. And once again, we'll get into that later. Sticking with the 90s theme, mm-hmm. uh, one of the big movies of the 90s, Space Jam, and one of the biggest inspirational songs of, of the 90s, I Believe I Can Fly. Uh, Mr. R. Kelly, <laughs> Mr. Robert Kelly, I didn't see the whole interview. I've seen clips and, is it me or does, do you think, do you think R. Kelly's a little mentally challenged?
4: Well, first of all, did you, did you see, did you see the video that I shared?
2: Um,
4: You got to look on Facebook. Some DJ took him where he says some men like,
2: oh yeah, some men, all like all women. Yeah. Some <laughs> men like made all, it into all a women. Fucking song. Oh my God. That is so And that's like hilarious. the second or third video I've seen like that. People have taken <laughs> clips of him and have yeah. made it into songs. You know, they'll put a beat over it. But yeah. But I mean, when you watch that video, I and once again, I'm, trust me, I'm not being sympathetic. He's a fucking, he's a pedophile, alleged. He's an alleged pedophile. Let me put, let me put that out there so I don't get fucking sued. He's an alleged pedophile. Uh, he allegedly, you know, holds women against their fucking will. Or he, and he allegedly, you know, brainwashes women. And not to mention that he has so much fucking money that, you know, he can, he can, keep a stable of fucking women around for just sex purposes and he you know allegedly he grooms them and like something i mentioned you know just last episode you know let's not forget where they smoke there's fire this is a guy who fucking you know literally married Aaliyah and the caribbean you know this guy has a history of this kind of behavior and you know now it's coming out of the closet and we'll get to we'll get to stuff like that later on but you know coming out of the closet you know stuck in the closet the stupid music for fucking idiots who don't know real fucking music it's really fucking annoying and he really doesn't <laughs> have you know my point being is that it's funny how people are very forgiving when you have talent you know when when you could sing a song and make people fucking happy well, they seem to forget when you fucking pissed on a fucking 13 year old or 14 year old and and so, fucking banged her so you know.
4: I know we're going to get to gonna to, <laughs> to, to Michael Jackson, but see, the, the, the difference between him, Michael Jackson and this guy, this guy actually has a fucking tape. Mm-hmm. He got off before, and the problem that I have is that, how did this guy get off when there's a tape of him peeing on a 13-year-old? Well,
2: it's one of those... Do you
4: understand uh, what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't make any when sense. When you have and a good now... enough
2: lawyer to fucking have, like, you know, if, if it has to be beyond a reasonable doubt, and, like, because the video's blurry or whatever... It's like, can we make sure that it's really fucking R. Kelly? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where, like, common sense will tell you, yes, there's a fucking problem here. Uh, but, you know, through the court system, through our, you know, you know, you I, you want to believe in our, I want to believe in our court system. But it is, you know, it is, our lawyers have become so fucking, uh, you know, evil, conniving, manipulative assholes that they can defend a guy like that. And, and in all good conscience, defend a guy like that and let him continue to run the streets. Because had we busted him well, fucking, you know, because what? Chappelle was goofing on fucking, you know, R. Kelly back in 2002. So we are fucking like well, 16 years later. You know, if R. Kelly went to fucking jail back then, these girls that they're saying are his victims now, the girls that he's grooming now, the fucking sex cult that he has or whatever, you know, those those women wouldn't have been ensnared. You know, they they, they well, could have stopped so- this back then. So here here's something here's something else
4: to it though, Chris. Mm-hmm. And this is the sick part. I think some of those girls were actually basically sold to R. Kelly. Yeah. And and here's the thing. Like, is he is these? It, it it doesn't take away from the guilt that he's you know, he's probably having sex with these girls under 18. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that that doesn't take away from anything. <clears throat> but I find it even more sick that these parents are doing this just for cash. Mm-hmm. And that's just sad. It's really sad. And and i think that it's it 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 just goes to show how how some
2: some of these people out here
4: are just so fucking stupid Ugh, i get so sick and tired of this yeah that's what i'm saying
2: money money could fucking wash away all your fucking problems or you know money can money can you know distract people enough where you know and that's the whole thing is like i made a post about this like bill cosby and we'll get to this later. Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, Harvey Weinstein, uh, Woody Allen, Roman Polanski, Louis C.K., you know, all these guys have done horrible, horrible fucking things, but they had money and money left helped them get away with it. For so, I mean, eventually, you know, guys got caught, but you know, fucking Woody Allen is still fucking walking the streets. Uh, you know, Roman Polanski escaped to fucking Europe. You know, Bill Cosby, what? It took fucking how many decades before they finally got Bill Cosby? You know, Michael Jackson, 10 years after, yeah. f- after his death, you know, we're, we're, you know, they're taking, we'll get to that later, but you know, they're taking his, 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 sh- his music off the radio. It's sort of like, you know, when you have enough money, you can cover up, you can, you can kind of cloud people's fucking memories long enough where, you know, people kind of forget the fucking horrible shit that you did, or at least forgive the horrible shit that you did long enough where, I don't know. And I guess, and it's funny, you know, it's sort of like, it's like, it's, Mm -hmm. it. I want to say that maybe like if you, people become famous just so they can fucking indulge, (laughs) shit, as a poor man, I can't, I can't afford to pay anybody, I can't pay, I can't pay off to fucking fuck a a, a 14 year old, so I'm going to wait till I fucking have money, (laughs) so I can finally, you know, pay somebody else so I can get away with this fucking murder, you know.
4: I don't know, I just, I, I think that the whole thing with R. Kelly has come along, has, Basically, it's taken way too long to have this happen, but there again, like, honestly, I mean, if you've seen the Boondocks episode, I think we've all seen the Boondocks episode where they make fun of this. Mm -hmm. That's basically how it was. R. Kelly got away with everything. And honestly, I hate that, I I know this is going to sound fucked up, but the people that let him get away with it should be guilty of this too. You allowed a, a predator to basically continue on with what he was doing and make it acceptable for him. So... That's on you people, honestly. I'm, I don't fucking... I don't give no fucks about that shit.
2: Yeah. I don't
4: give I don't give any fucks about it. Like, you people are the reason why R. still doing this. And those people that sell their daughters mm-hmm. are also a part of this. Oh, by the way, did you know... I don't know if you were going to say
2: this or not, but... Somebody paid his bail. Oh, yeah. Well, didn't they, like... I think it was, like, like the women that... Like his victims, the, the people that would be considered as victims paid his bail, right? Or am I, am I confusing stories here? No, you're right. You know, but it's sort of, you know, it is weird that we live in, like, the, uh, what do they call that? Um, Stockholm Syndrome. You know, the Stockholm Syndrome is so fucking, you know, intense in these girls. And of course, you know, they probably got the money because they're, they're working with him. You know, they're, you know, they, they're probably using his money to bail him out. But yeah, you know, they're organizing, they're organizing his bail. Uh, you know, it just, it shows you the fucking power you can get when you have kind of, money. and you know, shit like this has been going on for years. We're just because of the internet and because of the way the world is connected. Shit like that, shit like this is actually just coming to light. Cause I'm pretty sure shit like this has been going on for fucking centuries. It's just, yeah, it's just, <laughs> you know, what it is is, you know, we'll just, uh, leave that at that. Uh, let's stay, let's stay with the 90s news. Uh, Luke Perry, star of the 90s. Beverly Hills 90210, one of the, well, you know, well, probably one of the top 10 shows of, of, of the 90s. And I don't, I mean, is it an age thing? I mean, do you remember watching 90210? Like, I was 12 or 13. Do you, do you remember it at all? Was that part of your. I didn't watch um... it, but like the girls, like, I was very jealous of Luke Perry when I was 12 years old because the girls, like, in my class, you mm-hmm. know, getting the panties. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, had you told 12 year old me, like, yeah, he dies of a stroke, I would have fucking loved it. Uh,. <laughs> That's horrible.
4: Yeah. Um,
2: but okay. And here's, and here's my, here's my hot take on fucking on Luke Perry. Okay. The guy was 52 and died of a stroke. Now, don't get me wrong. There are people, unfortunately out there that have bad genetics and will die at 52 of a stroke. That being said, how much fucking Coke was this guy doing? It was allegedly, you know, and and this is just my opinion and hot take on it. Nobody dies at 52 of a stroke, you know. Once again, unless you're fucking genetically and he looked healthy. He didn't look like a guy that was fucking, you know, like you know, p- people who die at 52 of a stroke aren't thin and handsome and have a full head of hair and you know, my my so my hot take is I think this guy probably did so much fucking coke in the 90s. You know, fame is what was his undoing. You know, and I, and I know they say, you know, I mean it's one of those deals where, you know, he's one of the people that died without controversy. <laughs> you know, unless, you know, 10 years from now, they'll be like, you know, fucking Luke Perry touched me at the set of 90210. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised at like 10 years. Don't, ago. don't go there. Cause we're, <laughs> we're, we're not to Michael Jackson yet. Don't go there yet. Tori Spelling will come out like, oh, you touched me. But, you know. He touched me inappropriately, even though I liked it. All I'm saying is people don't, buy, people don't die at 52 of a stroke unless you fucking help. Uh, Advance that shit with fucking drugs and shit like that, especially cocaine. You know, but you know, early nineties. You know, we're still recouping from the eighties. You know, cocaine was still a big fucking deal. Um, and once again, staying with the nineties, we'll stay with his ninety. And 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 speaking of co- people filled with coke, Keith Flint, the singer, of, if you want to call him the singer for Prodigy, also passed away. And 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 with that, uh that was a suicide. That was a, I believe, a drug induced suicide and once again a guy who was big in the 90s you know if you remember you know Firestarter, and smack my bitch up and breathe breathe with me uh, prodigy one of the you know a big band from the 90s uh, before you know before keith flint died of a stroke he fucking you know <laughs> he committed suicide and i don't mean to laugh i'm just saying is that you know when you have a fucking problem you know 20 30 years later you know your body can't your body can't keep up to the way it was in the 90s and you will fucking overdose um you know i i liked prodigy for what they were i'm not going to pretend like i was their biggest fan i kind of like once again i named like their three biggest hits uh it's sort of it's sort of like you know one of those deals where you know he died but it was were we really surprised he didn't look like a kind of guy that was going to stick around to his 80s you know, oh, Lord, you know I'm just saying. You know, the opinions of Chris <laughs> Cologne This wasn't going to not necessary. You know, there wasn't going to be you know someone in an old age home like weren't you? Weren't you the lead singer and, and prodigy? You know that shit doesn't fucking. happen <laughs> The
4: opinions of Chris Cologne
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have a couple more stories here. Uh, oh
5: God!
4: Speaking
2: no. speaking of horrible fucking fates or, 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 or disregard for the past, the, I, I posted a, a post. Did you see? Uh, the the car from Good Burger. No. The, okay, but you remember Good Burger, right? The the yeah, Keenan yeah, yeah. and Kel movie from the late nineties. Um, I guess a kid in Florida won a contest and got the car, and uh and it was like a fucking you know nineteen eighty Pacer, like it's you know a little piece of shit car with the big hamburger on top. Well, I guess the kid didn't know what to do with it, and just like fucking threw a tarp over it and left it like like literally in a fucking trailer park. And now he's, he's selling the car for 10 grand or he's asking for 10 grand. I don't think he's going to get 10 grand for it, but it's the car from good burger and it is covered in rust falling apart. And like this selfish little prick all these years, you know, I, I look, I love good burger. You know, it, it's, it's a goofy fucking movie. It's definitely a product of its time. Uh, You know, Keenan, has fucking gone, you know, the joke now is he's on Saturday Live and he's, you know, he's like the longest fucking running cast member on Saturday Live. You know, Keenan is an incredible entertainer and, you know, has been in the public eye his whole life or whatever. And, you know, to let the fucking the good burger burger mobile fucking go to rust is a fucking sin. And I wish I wish I had 10 grand you know uh, you know so i can buy the you car know, honestly like i would be like here's a penny give it to me yeah i mean <laughs> like you know, <laughs> I, I wish i had i wish i had that kind of money where like i would buy it and fucking restore it and, and, and it's a stupid thing but you know like and, and at the very least you know once again it was a fucking kid that got it that's what kills me it was like a young a young person got it you know that's the kind of thing where you restore it. and you know what you could do the whole like car show circuit you know there's guys out there who fucking there's guys there who have recreated the delorean there are guys out there who've recreated ecto-1 from the ghostbusters um and you know they go to car shows and that's they kind of get money from that the car show pays them a couple bucks and they you know they keep you know and they use that money to keep the car restored if i had the official fucking good burger car i would have had it you know and just like lease it out to fucking car shows you know here you know draw you know bring it up you know it's a fucking shame it it, it, it and of course yes i know there's much more <laughs> bigger problems in the fucking world today but god damn it you know a piece of my childhood here is dying when the good burger car is covered in fucking rust and now the little fucker wants to ask 10 grand for it but um so you know the night the 90s are dying slowly um so uh, and i think i mentioned this last episode uh kevin smith is doing uh, a Jane silent bob movie and it's even though he's technically rebooting uh he's he's rebooting the movie jane silent bob uh strike back which technically came out in 2001 or two i think 2001 um but you know jane silent bob are from the 90s some clerks um uh, and i'll get to that later when uh, captain america there's a there's a connection between uh jane silent bob and uh and clerks and 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 captain uh captain marvel uh you know they're uh For the show Titans, the DC Universe show Titans, they're bringing in Superboy, but the version of the Superboy that came in after the death of Superman, which is very 90s, the death of Superman. Um, and it's, I don't know why, no one seems to remember that when Superboy came out, the Superboy after the death of Superman, he was called the Metropolis kid. Maybe I'm the, maybe it's a fucking Mandela effect that I remember this shit, but, um, he was called the Metropolis kid, but what I liked is they had the kid from, the kid that was playing Superboy, he took a picture from the old, those comics after the death of Superman, and he's doing the same pose as that Superboy. So at least, you know, that he's showing respect for, for the past. Um, I started watching Titans. I mean, I know people are saying it's really good. And, and, and now people are watching, um, Doom Patrol, and people are saying that's good. But like, I'm, I tr- I've watched a couple episodes of Titans, and it just hasn't, you know, hasn't, really gotten me uh that excited all right so that's let's let's leave the 80s and we'll take a we'll take a time machine and we'll go back to the 80s um all right so so before we get to the heavy duty stuff let's 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 do the well let's do the lighter stuff first uh well not lighter but Speaking of not light, uh, wrestler King Kong Bundy passed away. And once, you know, hey, look, you know, big, tall, big, tall, fat guys. <laughs> once again, just like the, the guy from uh Prodigy, big, tall, fat guys. You don't see old age homes aren't filled with big, tall, fat guys. <laughs> big, tall, fat guys seem to have a, a an expir- expiration date. Um, King Kong Bundy passed away. And I mean that with all due respect, because I liked King Kong Bundy. You know, growing up as a fat kid, you know, people would always kind of like compare you to king kong but especially now that i shaved my head um and and my my special connection with king kong bundy if you want to call it that was that when i was a kid my uncle michael who passed away and he knew he he knew he was he knew he was going uh he took all the the nephews all my cousins and mind you my, my mother has like six brothers and two sisters all the nephews he took us all to 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 uh, Madison Square Garden to see WWF back in the day and you know you know so long ago back when it was still called WWF and uh that night in Madison Square Garden the 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 main event was King Kong Bundy versus Jake the Snake Roberts so that was like you know uh, those are good memories and so you know rest in peace king kong bundy uh i put a clip of this on my facebook page uh he had a short he was in a couple of movies he had little you know parts here and there but uh there's a movie called moving with richard pryor and and he plays like this um you know that richard pryor he he hires first he hires this moving company uh to move his ship but then like they're they're all like criminals and thieves and maniacs and shit so then he goes to another company but then like those guys got fired from the first company that he didn't want to work with and now they're working with the new company and so like king kong bundy is like this guy who's a mover and it's like he's he wears like overalls and he like someone broke a bottle and he just walks over the glass barefoot you know like he's like this real like you know just like a monster of a man and so uh, even though he's in the movie for fucking five minutes if you ever get a chance to watch this movie called movie because it's it's a pretty it's a funny movie and it was richard Pryor, and i don't want it's not a family flick but, uh, you know, it, it's not all curses and stuff like that. It's not, you know, it's about, you know, Richard Pryor plays a, a guy with a family who's moving across country. And it was just, you know, it turns out to be this long nightmare affair. Uh, so check that out. Uh, Alex Trebek. And I, once again, I'm pretty sure Alex Trebek probably was before the 80s. So I think he might have been even working in the 70s. But I'm going to link this to the 80s. Alex Trebek has announced that he has pancreatic cancer. And, you know, the survival rates for pancreatic cancer are never good. Steve Jobs died of pancreatic cancer. Patrick Swayze died of pancreatic cancer. Um, I know there's a couple other, I mean, you know, some really famous people. And the reason I say Steve Jobs and, and Patrick Swayze is these are guys with money. These are guys who had the resources to pay for the best, best doctors in the world. And you know what? That didn't fucking mean a goddamn thing because they're both in the ground right now. And, and, and Alex Trebek, you know, pancreatic cancer, this shit, and once again, you know, I'm not saying like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he's dying or whatever. I was never the biggest fan of, of Alex Trebek. Um, you know, I, I've been watching Jeopardy my entire life. I, you know, some of my, my, my favorite memories as a kid is sitting with my dad watching Jeopardy. And, uh, I never liked Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek was always really fucking snarky. And I know this is horrible, you know, to be bad mouthing a guy who's fucking just announced that he's dying, for the lack of a better term. But, you know, he always had a snarky fucking attitude. Yeah, it's really easy to be snarky when you have the answer sitting right there in front of you. You know, when you have the answer on cue cards, as opposed to the people who are actually playing the game, who are nervous or in front of us. You know, Alex Trebek is in front of the studio audience every day, and of course, Paul, remember uh, just a while back, about a little over a year ago, remember he called nerd fans of nerdcore rap loser remember when the when the girl wow. was on the show and it goes like i like i like this nerdcore rap and it's you know people who like uh, anime and, and science and science fiction and he goes loser and i was like motherfucker people who like anime and science and math are people who watch jeopardy you're literally insulting your fucking fan base i mean not that people who you know well, it was
4: the cancer so
2: <laughs> yeah it's like you know it's just like i don't know you know and and did you have to be that fucking edgy? Did you have to be, you know, uh, the fucking, you know, smack down people who like math, people who like anime, people, who, you know, he could have just kept his fucking mouth shut. And, and you know, and then like the rappers, they came out with, uh, you know, Sucker Trebek. And uh so, you know, and not that, you know, once again, I don't want to kick a man while he's down, but, you know, he was kind of a dick. You know, I really don't have too much sympathy for a guy that was kind of a dick.
4: Well, okay, Now that he's well,
2: dying. I mean... <laughs> i'm not I mean, saying it's, I'm not, he should die i'm just saying it I, I really you know the guy was kind of an asshole for the past 30 years you know hey you gotta go you going to go go on i'm sorry looks at looks at the hole that chris is digging for himself deeper um hey look if i fucking die if i get hit by a fucking truck tomorrow i'm an asshole <laughs> you know karma's had it coming i've had it coming for a long fucking time you know well
4: so, Don't don't I mean, cry
2: for me argentina you know go on i'm sorry it's, it's,
4: I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I I didn't like what Alex said there, but you know, he's an icon. I, mm-hmm. I, I still like him, and I and I you know I hope the best for him. So, um, but uh, we were gonna talk about Michael Jackson, right? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. Say. So, so I mean, my my point being is that even Steve Jobs, one of the richest fucking men in the world, the guys with the most resources in the world, couldn't survive fucking pancreatic cancer. Mm. So you know, it's only a matter of time. Um. Okay. So thing with the 90s one of the biggest fucking stars i mean, excuse me no, speaking of the 80s one of the biggest stars in the 80s and it's big hot news right now michael jackson and the michael jackson legacy a guy who's been in the public eye since he was literally five or six years old you know from the jackson <laughs> five well up until his you know his controversial death where, you know, he was paying a doctor, you know, he was, you know, he was paying a doctor with no fucking morals to fucking give him drugs that fucking keep people, you know, fentanyl, you know, there's a fucking, there's a, there's a fucking epidemic right now in this country of people would, you know, taking fentanyl to fucking get high. He was using it to sleep, you know, and he had a very un, you know, once again, he had so much fucking money. He, you know, the doctor just, a doctor who just saw dollar signs, you know, kept, you know, prescribing this medicine or not medicine, you know, something that's supposed to be used, you know, once in a fucking lifetime for fucking daily use. Um, and, 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 and I know Paul, you and I, were going to take opposite sides on this, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. I, you know, for, for years and years and years, people have had jokes about Michael Jackson, you know, why did Michael Jackson, you know, why, why did he go to Macy's? Cause you heard boy, you know, boy's pants were half off, uh, <laughs> you know, um, I think, you know, I think there was something there. I think the guy was not right in his fucking head. And and once again, there there there's a connection between maybe there, maybe there is a connection between being talented and being a fucking a deviant. But I think I think he's guilty. I honestly think that, <coughs> you know, okay, you you look at the guy's house, and I and I understand that you know he had he had a troubled childhood, and his father beat the shit out of him. And, and and I get that, but it's sort of like, and once again, a, a lot of the stuff, you know, I talk about stuff that I posted on, but at least on the podcast, I could elaborate my point, you know, when a guy's a millionaire and wants to fuck women and wants to fuck, you know, hot, you know, when a guy's in his fifties and he's a millionaire and he wants to fuck hot 20 year olds. What does he do? He gets a nice car, he gets a nice house, he gets nice things in his house. Why? Because girls in their 20s are attracted by that. A girl in her 20s gets her panties wet when she's in a Ferrari. You know, a girl who gets wet, you know, gets her panties wet. A girl in her 20s gets her panties wet when she walks into a fucking giant mansion. Well, what does Michael Jackson do? He builds a fucking zoo in his backyard. He builds a fucking amusement park in his backyard. He has unsupervised sleepovers in his house, house with fucking tons of children and i understand that you know he's saying you know i didn't have a childhood so now that i have the money i'm i'm i'm, I'm kind of recreating my childhood and i don't want to say that all of it was nefarious i don't want to say that every sleepover was just him pr- you know preying on little boys but i think there was because you know uh, the 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 documentary not the one that just came out. Not leaving never leaving Neverland or whatever the one that just came out. You, you mean know, cash grab. I, I mean, yes, but there was the one with the with the Indian uh, the Indian uh, documentarian. Um, you know where you know he interviewed Michael Jackson when Michael Jackson was still alive. And oh, it's, it's ignorant, it's ignorant. I got, I want to have these because I didn't have a childhood. And uh, there's there's something there's something not right there. His fucking circuitry. Was fucking screwed. Now, once again, like you know, I understand, he had a traumatic childhood. His father beat the shit out of him. This guy has never lived a normal day in his life because he's been in the spotlight since he was a fucking child. But I think with that, there was a sickness there that made oh, there him want to touch sickness. little boys' peepees. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he, you know, he wanted to give them fucking Jesus juice. And 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 you know, there's there, 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 there was like a sick disconnect between since he didn't have a childhood and and. You know, sleeping with young boys and hanging out with fucking, uh, 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 oh, what, you know, with the Corey Feldman and 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 and, and oh, yeah, Macaulay Culkin and the you know the kid who played Webster. You know, there 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 was this there's a weird fucking thing going on there. And once again, I don't think he was sitting there like a predator. Uh, unlike R. R. Kelly, I think R. Kelly sat there like a predator and was grooming young girls. I think Michael Jackson was doing just as horrible shit. Maybe his intentions were in the wrong fucking place, you know, and, and his fucking his world was, he had a warped fucking worldview, but I think he's guilty. I th- I think he's, he slept with these little right. boys. He touched their little peepees <laughs> and, you know, and, cause he wanted to. We're going on. so I'll, <laughs> I'll let you, I'm sorry. I've been ranting.
4: Are you done? Cause I'm about
2: to take like, <laughs> to take like an hour to explain all this. Um, so I talked a
4: little bit about this on the Paul and Durrell show, which you should free plug. Go get the Patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Get the Tsunami Faithful Pass and listen to mine and Darrell's show there. Sorry, I cheated on you. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I can't get mad. But um, I didn't go into as much detail, and I, I kind of was saving it for this. So, number one, do I think there's an issue there? Obviously, there's an issue here. Um, we found that when, when celebrities are talked about like something's going on, obviously, there's something going on. Now here's there, there's two problems here that come up that arise. Number one, thousands of kids literally went to Neverland Ranch. A lot of them were celebrity and I've never seen any celebrity kids basically bash this guy. like now, I'm sure I know what what Chris is gonna say, so I might as well just say it myself. Well, he wouldn't be stupid enough to you know basically touch Macaulay like, Culkin's peepee right right he wouldn't be stupid enough to touch a celebrity's you know dick because he's what is that going to get him that's not going to get him anywhere wait home also, alone he, I'm sorry actually, I, actually like, I'm sorry did he, did he ever have did he ever have little girls there at all that's the whole thing he did it <laughs> yeah I didn't think so yeah so I'm going on, so the see. one thing so the one thing that number one I think we, we have to understand that this man was a lot more intelligent than we gave him credit for now I think first of all if you want if you want to lay blame for Michael Jackson's childhood on anybody his father should be taken in front of a firing squad shot several times his body parts cut up and then set on fire. Mm-hmm. That's how shitty of a dad he was. He beat this fucking kid. He didn't let hit this kid have a fucking goddamn life. And honestly like you, we've all seen the, the Jackson 5 um vh1 special which is a classic it's a really good it's a really good movie but it doesn't explain the bad parts (laughs) and that's where i kind of sit there and go okay you're definitely looking at something that something that happened that was horrible i don't think what i what i personally think chris is i think that something happened with michael jackson and that maybe when he first put lever ranch in something happened Mm -hmm. where he may have done something with the kid but i think it's it it stopped shortly after that first whatever that was Mm -hmm. that's what i i'm still i'm not saying that he's not guilty of you know something here but again i don't think that he was doing this the whole time i don't think that this was something that was a constant basis we would have heard so many more fucking people come out and say something if that was the case again chris we're talking about thousands thousands Mm-hmm. if not hundreds of thousands of kids going to Neverland Ranch. Yeah, I mean,
2: I think he had good intention. You well, know? Yeah, yeah, I don't think this is all just fucking like a meat market for him. It was a drooling over fucking you know, rooms full of children. Right. But, but, you know, just on occasion, you know, one has to stray for the herd and he's got to touch their peepees. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, but, we're going, I'm but sorry. By
4: the, but, but, okay, so...
2: I, to, I don't know about you sometimes.
4: <laughs> I'm going to hell, I know. Go on. Let me just take that beer away from you. Um, so... <laughs> I fucking hate you, Chris. Um, you took me right off fucking. am oh, sorry. Um, so basically, so he had he
2: had hundreds. He, he, uh, he, he had, probably he had, had hundreds he had, of kids that was as as a char charitable. Uh, you know, he, you know uh, once again, I w- I don't think he w- it was all just you know with nefarious fucking things. You know, he he was making up for a lost childhood. And, so, and, and he did like the innocence of children
4: and, so now and, that I and kind not of
2: have, in a nasty, perverted way. we going to. Right, 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 right. So now that I kind
4: of have my wits back after that. fucking
2: <laughs> um, So,
4: I mean, OK, so would I like if Michael Jackson were still alive and he were still he, he was still like letting kids into the Neverland Ranch and whatnot. Would you would I let my kid go? Absolutely not. You know, obviously something weird is going on. Mm. And, okay, let's just take the whole pee-pee touching thing out of the (laughs) equation. Let's, I mean, him just sleeping with boys is just weird. And, you know, maybe, I'll be honest with you, Chris, maybe that's all it was. Now, is it weird? Yes. Is it is it to the point of where we sit there and go, this guy needs to be locked up? Maybe not. I mean, as long as he's not doing anything more than just sleeping in the same bed with some of these kids, that's... You know what I'm saying? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, it could be, although not right, just not him not being, once again, not being a predator, just being a, a, you know, a hurt child who happens to be a millionaire. And
4: I, and I think living out some sort of
2: weird, you know, recapturing their youth because it's a childhood that they never fucking had. And now they have enough money the way they can kind of recreate their childhood.
4: Right, and I and I I really think that's what was going on more than anything else. I don't know that for sure. And maybe one or twice, once or twice he he did do something. But here's the problem, and here's the second part of of my argument here.
5: Mm
4: -hmm. Um, And by the way, I'm not condoning him sleeping with kids either. I'm just saying like there's we've seen celebrities and what some of these fucked up people can do. I mean, it doesn't get more fucked up than R. (laughs) R. Kelly peeing on a 13 year old girl. I mean, that's I mean, that's the as fucked up as it, you can get.
2: If it gives us a thriller or the the occasional "I Dream I Can Fly," I guess a couple kids oh, gotta take God. one for the team oh. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> for the better sake of <laughs> humanity. You're <laughs> killing me. I know, me, I'm going Chris.
4: to fucking hell. I'm sorry. Yes, you are. But so number two, everybody that's everybody that's like come out and said something about Michael Jackson, every time they're people extorting him for money, and it's like. So on the on the one side, you're like, okay well, something's probably going on here. Mm -hmm. But on the other side, then you see these people that are getting caught for extorting him. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Is it is there something going on over here or is he extorting Is people get? I mean, are people extorting him? You see what I'm saying? So there's kind of like this huge gray area when it comes to Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. I I I kind of think something was going on. Mm -hmm. I don't think it crossed a really huge red line I mean he crossed it seemed like he was crossing a red line but I don't think he crossed it to where I would be like how do I put this like he's he hurt these kids and now he needs to go to jail kind of thing I think he had I don't think he had any bad intentions is where I'm coming from and on this and I want people to understand that I'm not saying like I'm not condoning what Michael Jackson was doing I'm saying I don't think he was doing anything maliciously and that's because that's the kind of content. I mean, somebody doesn't go and make a goddamn Neverland Ranch to hurt kids. OK, yeah. obviously, if he was a sexual predator and he was hurting these kids, a lot of these thousands of kids would have came out and said something by now. He The guy's dead, which leads me to this stupid fucking goddamn documentary that just came out. Fuck Oprah. Fuck those two guys. You're trying to get cash and you're trying to do it on the backs of the Me Too movement. shame you should be fucking shame shame on all of you for fucking doing that bullshit okay these two kids here let me give you some and by the way this is this is the problem with our society today we don't do fucking research these two kids tried to sue michael j the the jackson estate what was like two or three years ago Mm -hmm. when their case got dismissed because they had no merit and by the way they sued him when he was dead by the way um again what a surprise um now we have this documentary with these two ki- two guys who are of or over eighteen, obviously now, and they're accusing Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson's dead. He's been dead for nine years, and you bring a documentary out about him nine years ago. Oh, and fuck you, Oprah, for oh well, Michael Jackson's my my friend. I had him on several times, but he's a bad person. What? Mm-hmm. You're as guilty as he is if that happened. Fuck you. Now you're on my shit list.
2: <laughs> like. Do, do you not agree with me that well, I mean, trying
4: to
2: uh, cash in? Oh, no, no, no. She's don't me wrong. She's cashing in. But it's sort of like it's sort of like the women who fucking waited decades to speak out against Bill Cosby. You know, it's sort of Yeah, yeah but but there's you, there. I mean, I mean, you want me to really people that are fucking Cosby thing? traumatized and and and, and uh, once again, this it is, this this feels dude, like
4: dude, here's the problem. Here's the problem with the me Too move. Okay. Are there real victims? Yes. But the problem is, is these fake victims are coming in and trying to cash in on the real victims. And it's making a lot of us sit there and go, wait a minute. Do we have a process, a due process to eliminate the fake people from the real people? Do we have a process to sit there and say, this person is telling the truth, but this person's not? Mm -hmm. Because here's my problem. And it's the same thing that happened with Bill Cosby. I think Michael Jackson and Bill Cosby... Are related in a lot of ways because here's the thing. We're gonna go to we're gonna go to the 70s tonight, Chris, because mm-hmm. you brought it up. We might as well go to the fucking 70s. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got a guy. Um, is, what's his name? Eddie Eddie Griffin, I think is his name. Um, he's you know who I'm talking about, the comedian. The comedian, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. There's yeah. a there's a video on YouTube. I've I've actually talked about this on the podcast, so I'm not gonna go too deep into this. Mm-hmm. But the one thing he said was is he said these women that were as you would say right now in our time down to fuck Mm -hmm. went to cosby's room under their you know they they weren't they weren't coerced they weren't put under drugs they went to his room willingly because Mm -hmm. he's bill cosby they wanted his dick Mm -hmm. let's just say how it is and now 45 years later because of all of that He's dealing with this bullshit. I, I'm honestly surprised that this case, that this case didn't get thrown out. Well, it did, and also the prosecutor that made a deal with with Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. I don't understand why he's not being brought up on charges. I don't understand why this hasn't been appealed yet, too, because here's my problem with it: Bill Cosby. I feel like Bill Cosby didn't do anything wrong again. And, and that's the thing. Like we're talking about two different sides of the spectrum here. We're talking about a guy who basically got a bunch of women. And, yeah, everybody was doing cocaine back in the 70s. We know that, Chris. We're not stupid. We're actually intelligent individuals, unlike some fucking people out there these days. Okay. And here's the thing. The Quaaludes thing that people were alluding to, they used to use Quaaludes to bring you out of the crack high. That's what they used to do. It's—it's it's in. You can Google search this shit. It's not even funny. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, there's a difference between... Something that was normal during the '70s, <laughs>
2: and R. Kelly peeing on a kid. Do you yeah. see what I'm
4: saying? Like, do you see like? I mean, yeah,
2: difference? in the '70s, in the '60s and '70s, everybody was fucking everybody. I mean, that's what exactly. we got. That's how we ended up with fucking AIDS in the fucking '80s because people but, were just but, couldn't to fucking keep their fucking. But do you
4: understand what I'm saying, saying Chris? Chris? Like, like you can't, you can't sit there and say Bill Cosby when Bill Cosby was convicted of something that was normal during the '70s, and now he's paying for it. That's why I don't want to be a celebrity. That's why I don't want to be a politician because. Like, I haven't done anything morally wrong or bad, but it's like, you know, what would happen is if, like, I farted the wrong way in the
2: past. Well, I better not become famous, because this fucking podcast would be my downfall. It's like, this guy prayed for fucking Alex Trebek to die of pancreatic cancer. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're a bad man, Chris. Go on, I'm sorry. Do you
4: understand what I'm saying, though, Mm -hmm. man? Like, this is, it's gotten way out of hand, and I'm getting a little sick and tired of it. I don't believe that Michael, that these two people that were on this documentary were raped or touched or whatever by Michael Jackson because guess what you you not only filed a lawsuit 6 or 7 years after he died but you also then are now 9 years later in a documentary about him and honestly I hope the Michael Jackson estate doesn't not only sue those two people but they sue Oprah as well because Oprah dude like you can't be you cannot like literally there like you can google right now Every single episode that Michael Jackson was on Oprah's show, right? Mm -hmm. And you could take all that evidence, put it before a a judge in a civil suit and say, listen to me, how is this not a cash? Mm -hmm. How is it not a cash grab here? I have several pieces of evidence of her being of him being on a show. I also have all these times when Oprah was with Michael Jackson. So if if she was friends with this guy and let's say that Michael Jackson was doing something, isn't she as guilty as him? So, if she's, if she's, if she was truly his friend, why did she do this documentary? It's a cash grab, Your Honor. She needs to pay. And guess what? She probably would pay. She probably would have to pay.
2: Now, here's, here's my thing. I mean, it's, it's so weird that all this shit is coming out now when literally, in the past like two weeks, they, they changed the thing where, um, for the survivors of, uh, like, altar boys or young boys that were touched by, like, Catholic priests. They just... Because I think before it used to be, like, the statute of limitations was, like, seven years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but now, like, in the, you know, they changed the thing now where kids that were touched by fucking, you know, priests... And, 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 you know, they, they literally, there was like, you know, they, they extended the, uh, statute of limitations where now it's like, it doesn't matter to the fucking day you die. It's not like seven years ago, they can't convict you now of that felony or whatever the case may be. You know, there is a, you know, there are people who are the survivors of fucking childhood attacks where, you know, there's, there's, there's a psychological thing going on where they don't want to, they don't want to go after their accusers. You know, there's a lot of pressure. Uh, you know, and once I'm once again, I'm just play, kind of playing devil's advocate here. You know, there's people that you know you get touched as a fucking little kid, and a millionaire wants to touch your fucking peepee. It fucking it fucks you up in the head so much where you don't know how to react, or maybe it's so fucking traumatic that you blocked it out. Um, you know, or or quite frankly, maybe you were paid to shut the fuck up. And that wasn't the right thing to do. You know, you were paid to shut the fuck up. And you're like, you know what? That wasn't right. I, maybe I shouldn't have shut the fuck up because, because I, they paid me to shut the fuck up. That guy kept going on and, and touching other fucking kids and ruining their lives. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's sort of weird that like just this past two, three weeks, they fucking passed legislation saying that like, you know, survivors of abuse from the Catholic Church, or priests in general, uh, you know, now, you know, there's no, there's no fucking, you know, window that they can hide from, you know, statute of limitations. Um, I mean, in and, and this particular case, I can't speak on because I don't know all the facts. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, I mean, just once again, there, you know, just keep in mind that there are people that are victims that, you know, they didn't necessarily come out 10 years ago because things were... maybe they don't want to ruin the person's legacy you know here's
4: my point i'm pretty
2: sure those guys right now i mean yes is it a cash grab in a way yes but you know it's also like in this day of fucking social media and stuff like that i'm pretty sure fans of michael jackson you know if you came out and let's just say you were legitimately touched by michael jackson you know once you know hypothetically you were legitimately touched if you come out and say i was touched by michael jackson Your fucking social media would be fucking flooded with Michael Jackson fans who don't want to fucking see the truth for what it is. Don't want to think of their fucking idol being besmirched in any fucking way. And you couldn't fucking, you know, uh, you know, you couldn't, your emails would be fucking hacked. Your social media would be hacked. You'd be, you know, doxxed. You'd be in a fucking denial of service, but people would attack you just because you told the truth about their hero. But but here's the point that I'm trying to make here. Uh-huh.
4: Where does where does this stop though, Chris? Like I, where yeah, does it, it where does it stop? Like where does where where is it that this this stops? Like okay, so a guy the guy that apparently touched these two guys dies. Mm-hmm. So number one, he can't defend him. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest problem here. But number two, where's your evidence? The, the, what I'm trying to – with the, the point that I'm making, Chris, and I think there's a lot of people feel this way, but they just won't say it in public because they don't want to get attacked on social media. Trust me, there's a lot of times I want to comment on a CNN post or a post from local news, and I don't because people just go in – just continue to do this Trump circle that I like to call. Oh, or, yeah. No, no, no. This is, this is the truth, and I'm just going to keep going around the circle. What it is, Chris, is that we need to come up with a way – of due process for people. I get that they're going to be victims and I want victims to come out and say something, mm-hmm. but here's the problem. At a certain point, we have to sit there and go, what is your evidence? What yeah. is your evidence? Because that's, that's another reason why I don't want to be famous and know everything. Let's say, let's say, Chris, you're, you're a famous singer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, uh, <laughs> let's say the a drunken guy in a
2: podcast. On, I'm
3: sorry.
4: Yes. Okay. So let's say that you become really famous. You're you're known worldwide. Okay. You don't do anything wrong. You don't touch little boys. You don't hug girls. You don't even touch them inappropriately because you don't want any, anything to happen to you.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: 10 women come out against, you, but none of these 10 women have any evidence against you. What do you, what's the first thing that you want to know? What's the first thing that you want from them? Evidence, yeah. right? Evidence, yeah. Does social media care about that? No. So you're automatically, here's the problem. Something comes and happens to you, Chris. You're automatically guilty to maybe millions of people because social media and the news has said this allegation has come out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it, it's 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 kind of my feeling on Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton? No, not Al Sharpton. Um, I was like, what? <laughs> not Al Sharpton. I'm sorry. Who? I'm, I'm losing my I'm mind. Um. Oh God, what is his name? He was a senator. No,
2: not that fucking drunk. No, um, uh, senator. Do you know
4: who him? he was a senator? He had to, it was at the beginning of the year, he had to give up his, or not at the beginning of the year, he had to uh, give up his uh, seat because people accused him. He used to be a comedian. Um, God, I can't think of his name. Boy, you're from are I don't know what you're talking about. Um, what was his name? It was,
2: oh, Al Franken.
4: Al Franken, that's what. I know. Oh, I okay. At, so that's why I said Al. There's a big um, difference between Al Franken and Al Franken. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on, so, I'm sorry. So, so, so you know what I'm saying? Like It's, it's one of those things where I sit there and I look at it and I go, okay, maybe he did something as a comedian because he was trying to make a point. He was trying to make a laugh as a comedian. And by the way, more than likely, this woman probably consented to it because she was a comedian too. Cash grab again. And then all these other women that don't have any evidence come out. Which I think Republicans sent her, sent them against him, but whatever. I don't think, Al Franken does not seem like a goddamn does not seem like somebody that's going around like touching people on purpose okay do you understand what i'm saying like where's
2: your evidence where's yeah but, your but i mean look, i mean once again it's just what evidence is an 11 year 11 year old going to have when you know once again let's say they were 11 year old in the fucking 90s or whatever you know Okay. Michael Jackson touches your fucking peepee. Oh, don't, don't tell anybody! Don't tell anybody! But, if me, you me, tell me anybody, you I'm gonna go to jail. Or you know, or or or, or maybe he even made. What if he made fucking outright threats? If you tell anybody, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure your family goes to jail. You know, an 11 year old doesn't have the fucking mental capacity to go. Holy shit, this guy. One. Well, this guy doesn't have a fucking uh, a, a no, leg I, to I stand on. Point yeah, is, he touched my fucking peepee. And, oh my god, you know, uh, you know, I gotta I better keep quiet because he's gonna send my parents to fucking jail. If I fucking, if I I try to, you know, an eleven-year-old, though. I mean, what's the? I say I have no idea what the ages are. I'm just assuming a fucking eleven-year-old boy gets touched because he goes to a sleepover. He doesn't know how to fucking process. And once again, there are people who are fucking survivors of such traumatic fucking things that they shut it out. You know, that's the brain. The brain can, you know. The brain will fucking have you totally fucking deny all kinds of reality because it couldn't process the idea of some fucking person you trusted touching your fucking genitals. You know, I, I get, I get you what know? you're and saying. I, I, you know, Chris, and I don't but... mean to, I, I make. I'm making it sound. I'm, I'm making a joke out of it. I don't mean to make a joke. I mean, it's a fucking serious fucking thing. But I'm just saying, is that you know what evidence? What evidence is an 11 year old gonna have if he gets touched in the fucking genitals by a guy in the room and he has nothing? He has no. What is so, he gonna do? It's not like there's a camera running on him or anything like that.
4: But but here's the problem. Here's the problem again with that. You got Corey Feldman. You got um, Macaulay Culkin. You got other celebrity kids that went there when. Michael Jackson would do these sleepovers, they were there with other kids. He was around those other kids all at the same time. Nothing happened. They were all there. They witnessed everything. Nothing happened, dude. Like you're you're telling me, like, I understand what you're saying, but there's also evidence to say that nothing actually happened. You got celebrity respected people that are now actors, that are adults, that could clearly come out and say something if there was an issue, but nothing was ever said. Um if there is, and nobody said anything. Now, if somebody credible comes out and says something, I will – I'll shut the fuck up and just be like, well, I guess Michael Jackson did do something. But for me, with all the evidence that's been shown, this to me is just another person trying to get money – trying to extort money out of, well, now the the Jackson estate. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if – my thing is, is if there's a pattern of somebody being extorted, then why would I go and believe these two boys? You understand what I'm saying? I get mm-hmm. where you're coming from, but if there's evidence that extortion has happened several times, which there is, and there's also celebrity kids that went there, because remember, there's probably there was probably hundreds of the celebrity kids that went there too. Trust me, there some of these dads uh, they they probably would have kicked his ass. <laughs> they would have they would have beat the shit out of Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, they're not the kind of guys that need money because they're making a shitload of money. Trust me, they would have beat the fuck out of Michael Jackson. That's the other part that I, that needs to be specific as well. You know, mm-hmm. I I just think that we have to understand. Let's let's bring this to the end. That you know, we can't we can't go and blame somebody when there's evidence that he's been extorted so many times that it just doesn't make sense at this point that this isn't extortion again. And mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And that's the other thing. Like there are two. That's what I'm saying, Chris. There's, there's two pieces of evidence here that that support Michael Jackson. They support him. And in a good way, these celebrity kids are going, look, nothing happened. We were there. We were there several times. None of these kids. And I and Corey Feldman and said that he was there with these two boys. They were in the goddamn documentary. And he's like, I was there. Nothing fucking happened.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Like, what do you want? Like. Like, I I can't sit here and make something up. It is the truth. Mm. Nothing happened. And that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, you got to... When we go into these situations, except for the R. Kelly thing, because clearly he's guilty. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, like, you got to go into these situations and and see the whole picture. Cosby's Mm. one. Al Franken's one. Michael Jackson's one. You got to take a look at the whole situation before you sit there and go, he's guilty. And I think that's the sad part about our world right now. We just we we target people and we say they're guilty without any. R. Mm-hmm. kelly there's evidence there's been evidence mm-hmm. just he he was never just con- he was never
2: convicted yeah and that's because it wasn't what, it was, you know 100% shadow of a no shadow with the, you know without a shadow of a doubt guilty you want to sort of like nah, i uh, i mean yeah it wasn't the clearest tape but that was fucking <laughs> that pretty much looked like fucking R. kelly yeah and nobody, no other guy who looks like R. Kelly is fucking a, a 13, 14-year-old girl in a fucking music studio. <laughs> That'd be one and, hell of a coincidence.
4: And I'll be honest with you,
2: mm-hmm.
4: it's those... I don't think it's necessarily R. Kelly himself... You know what? You might be onto something. He might have... Them. I'm starting to, to get on that wavelength with you, Chris, actually, after seeing that interview. But yeah. I think it's more that people are encouraging him to do this because they're selling their, their daughters to R. Kelly. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you encourage it, you know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of your fault. Yeah. And you know, it is what it is.
2: Yeah. So I think with that, (laughs) very long without, (laughs) Without me toing anybody, I think we're going to be back with more Dick and Farcho. And I got to take a piss. <laughs> this episode
0: of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc., 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1.
5: Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of her. It's
0: unimaginable. It. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you should be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie.
2: And we're back. All right, Paul, let's see. Can you see... Can you identify this noise? Oh, shit, wait. <laughs> can you identify this noise? <laughs> What's that noise? That's me cracking the bottle on another 40. <laughs> oh, God. Tap the bottle in, twist the cat. And we're back. <laughs> Ter- Terrell would be so proud of you. <laughs> and we spent so much time uh, talking about Michael Jackson. Like, there's, there's other stuff. I'll kind of... Maybe we should just rapid-fire this stuff from... Uh, current news kind of, kind of like how chris has sex rapid fire <laughs> <For sure. laughs> because he sucks. <laughs> and i fuck no okay so all right let's talk about real quick momo momo traverse you know i'm a fucking parent you know my daughter is right in that window where you know she watches a lot of fucking videos on youtube and it's weird because like my daughter really does not care about watching regular tv or Netflix. she doesn't even like night like netflix like she'll watch stuff, but it's sort of like, like I have to put something on Netflix for her to enjoy kids nowadays, watch YouTube videos. There, you know, if you leave a kid and it's weird because you know, our devices, our, our tablets, our phones or whatever are so, um, intuitive that a kid, you know, my daughter was watching YouTube videos at fucking four years old, five years old, you know, kids know how to use these devices. Um, so I've known about Momo for the past couple of months because my daughter was telling me about it. And there's a billion fucking, you know, urban legends connected to it, you know, and, and ma- not to the extent of like telling people they have to kill themselves. That's sort of that's the new sort of uh, thing. But like when you watch videos like, OK, like they have the YouTube kids app. So parents are like, oh, well, if my kids are watching YouTube kids, then things won't uh, you know, then they won't uh, they're not going to see anything bad. Well, there's people out there who take kids' videos, and I remember one in particular because my daughter, growing up, was a big fan of that show Yo Gabba Gabba. And you know, Yo Gabba Gabba was really weird and trippy, and it was sort of like, you know, sort of like, you know, it's a modern day Sesame Street. But then again, you know, people who make shows like that are obviously fucking getting high all the time. Um, so there's YouTube videos of Yo Gabba Gabba where someone will take like Adobe Premiere or whatever, you know, whatever video editing program that's out there. And take the episodes and edit them and make them all trippy and slow them down and speed them up and just, and now once again, it's not necessarily there to like, oh, kids are going to fucking have to kill themselves. But like, there's, there's videos out there who will pass the filters and go on YouTube kids, but are sort of, it's more of like kids with, with this technology playing with the technology. You know, a 12 year old, a 12 year old has access to Adobe Premiere. You know, Toby has access to, uh, you know, Final Cut Pro and stuff like that, or, or HitFilm. There's video editing programs out there. You know, fucking watch any, you know, Vine or TikTok. You know, there's a there's a billion video apps out there, and kids take videos that are kind of innocent, and the fun thing is to take an innocent video and make them weird and trippy and mean and spirited. So, you know, when the when uh, when my daughter would watch videos of fucking uh, yo gabba gabba stuff, and then like I'm hearing like slowing it down and speeding it up, and you know making everything look like trippy colors and stuff like that, like they make it look like a nightmare or a fucking like acid. And I'm and I and I'll take the fucking tablet from her, like what the fuck are you watching? And then you kind of scan the video and like and I'm like you know no, you're not gonna watch this. You know move on to the next video. Shit like that goes through the filters. So for them to say like, you know, yo, Peppa, yo, Peppa Pig or whatever the fuck, you know, that, you know, Peppa Pig. And then Momo telling you to kill yourself. You know, there's a million urban legends. And, And all Momo was was this weird, creepy looking statue that a Japanese artist made. And it's this girl with this goofy face. And then like, has and the funny thing is like it has boobs, but then it also has like chicken legs. So it's sort of like a half bird, half human hybrid thing and it was a weird creepy looking picture and then just like the way memes and stuff like that and stuff that trends and stuff that goes viral on the internet goes the momo was a meme mom was a meme momo was a viral thing that went across the internet uh, and, and people were adding creepy stories to it and there's apps on the fucking phone that like you know momo will call you and tell you to kill yourself and stuff like that and that's the whole thing was all these people tripping out and you know, like it wasn't youtube videos people were making apps Where it pretends like your phone is getting a phone call and then whatever then when you pick up the phone when you pick up the quote unquote pick up the phone, you know, it's whatever they wanted you to hear. You know, there's apps there's innocent apps like that where like you could tell your kids, Oh, I'm gonna call Santa Claus, and you know, Santa Claus calls, Oh, hope hope you're you know behaving yourselves, little boy, little girl. You know. So, I mean, don't be wrong, it's a bunch of assholes doing cruel fucking things, but you know, let's, you know, any parent that's doing their fucking job, you know, will, would have caught that shit. And once again, I learned about Momo months ago. And, you know, and if there was any videos that I thought that was telling my daughter to harm herself, I would fucking intervene and say, you know, you understand. And then, plus, it's also teaching kids to understand that there are people out there who are fucking mean. There are people out there who are mean-spirited and, and, and want to hurt you or, or want to create enough chaos that if you hurt yourself, They'll, they're, they're, they're mean-spirited enough where that makes them happy. You know, and I know that's coming from a guy who fucking just wished fucking Alex Trebek dies of pancreatic cancer, but it's, you know, there's shit out there, and you have to teach your kids to understand the difference that, you know, and it's the same thing like teaching your kids not to speak to strangers. You want your kids to grow up and be well-adjusted human beings and, and, and not shut off the whole fucking world, but you also have to teach your kids, sometimes strangers are bad people. Sometimes strangers want to fucking hurt you and do bad things to you. So just do your fucking job as a parent, and this momo shit wouldn't have got out of hand. This is exactly... When I was growing up, there was, oh, people are putting razor blades in the apples on Halloween. Or uh, there are temporary tattoos out there that are... still doing it. Yeah, there's temporary tattoos out there that are laced with LSD. So when you put the temporary tattoo on your skin, you're really dosing yourself with LSD. Or there's... You go to someone's house for candy on, on Halloween, and they're giving you... Ecstasy instead of candy because ecstasy, you know, they have those little pills that are shaped like candy and shit. You know, it's this weird hysteria that's has no fucking base or probably did happen once somewhere and is nowhere near, you know, the, 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 the full blown fucking chaos and panic that they're trying. But it's it's so weird. It's the new modern age. Where shit like that doesn't happen, you know, when parents thought their fucking kids listen to heavy music, heavy metal music, and was worshiping the devil or playing Dungeons and Dragons and worshiping the devil, it's shit that probably, you know, one kid probably killed his fucking family or whatever, and now, you know, now every other kid who fucking grows up, you know, playing Dungeons and Dragons is, oh, you know, they're gonna think you're gonna kill your family because you play Dungeons and Dragons. That's not the case. It's just like this mo. It's it's funny how technology changes, but the same bullshit hysteria spreads. You know, virally. So don't worry about fucking Momo. Be do your if you do your job as a fucking parent, you don't have to worry about Momo. Okay, right. uh let's move on. um I unfriended two guys recently on Facebook. I don't know if they listen to the podcast. um Probably not. Probably not. And you know what it is? I just got sick and tired of. And I understand once again. I know I have my agenda, and I know I'm an asshole. And, and I know I say things that provoke people and, and that's, you know, that's my curse, but it's sort of like, you know, like I would put stuff about Bernie Sanders. I'll put stuff about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and it's like, I would post something and they would have, they felt fucking compelled to post on it. Like I could have fucking post anything. And I see it happen on on my friends' accounts also where, you know, uh, people, friends of mine will post something about, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and you just see fucking 30 fucking posts about from angry fucking white guys who don't like seeing her face and talking to me how she looks, you know, she looks stupid and she's a troublemaker and she looks like she's crazy and all this other shit. And it's like, you know, and one of the things I kind of post is I would rather have a person that's crazy. If that's what crazy is a person that's trying to fight for healthcare, fight for education than someone who's pushing for fucking Trump, and when, I don't want to make this into a, into a political thing, you know, who's there about wasting money on a wall or wasting our money on 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 helping corporate assholes, corporate welfare, you know, when, cor- when corporations weren't doing it too good and getting a fucking bailout from the government, I'd rather have someone who's quote unquote wasting money on education and and healthcare than someone who's wasting money on corporate fucking welfare and a corporate welfare, and building a fucking useless fucking wall. So I just, I got sick and tired of it. And usually I'm very tolerant, and and I just, you know, and these are guys that I've, you know, one of the guys that, you know, one of the guys I unfriended, this is a guy that I've known since childhood. This is a guy like, you know, I, I've been in his house. I've, I've been, you know, I, long story short, I went on a fucking blind date with his sister once. It's a long story, but, you know, that's how I got to meet him. And then, you know, he still works with my childhood best friend, this guy works with my childhood best friend. So we're, we kind of have our same kind of, you know, we're, we're connected in a roundabout way. And I was friends with him, just sort of the fact of just for, for be the, the nice of social media. But, you know, if I'm going to post something about Bernie Sandy, uh, Bernie Sanders or
4: Alexandria, Bernie Sandy, <laughs>
2: Bernie Sandy, <laughs> hey, let, let me have another drink. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Oh
4: Delicious.
5: God.
2: Uh, that's but what I'm, she said. Um... <laughs> but if I'm going to post something about that, I don't want every time I have to post something like that, I have to fucking sit and deal with your fucking nasty, uneducated fucking comments. Cause these, these things were, you know, they're attacking her for all the wrong fucking reasons. Attack her policies. Attack, you know, and so, and the whole thing is that like, you know, and like I said, one of the guys was sort of like, dude, you came from nothing. You lived in the fucking projects. I, I, I know your family. You were friends with my older brother. You know, uh, you know, just the fact that, you married someone with money, and now you live a better life because you married into a, a well-to-do family. Don't all of a sudden act like you were, you know, they, you know. There's a joke of the people who, were, you know, they were they were born on third base, but they pretend they hit it a triple. You know, you married, in, you married well, and 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 you did. Don't turn your back on the people that you, you fucking grew up with because you think you're better than them. Because if it wasn't for your fucking wife, you know, you'd probably be. Uh, fucking, you know, working for your money the way a person has to work. Not all of us can fucking, you know, get money from our wives. Not all of us can get money from our parents. Not all of us fucking, you know, and this is something I kind of post, you know, when our parents pass away, none of us, not everyone's going to inherit a house. Not everyone had their parents pay for them to go to fucking college. You know, before, you know, before you fucking cast this spurs, remember where the fuck you came from. And so this, I like, and so, and once again, I'm just venting here. Yes, I'm drunk and I'm on the podcast, but it's sort of like, I just, I got tired of. <laughs> I'm glad that you, uh, you admitted that. I, I'm just tired of fucking, you know, I, you know, and it's just the way social media is. I really wish Facebook, remember like when Google, when Google Plus was trying to be a thing, Google had a thing where they had it called circles. Now, remember like you would have circles. So like you could have, you could have your friends post and so you have your friends circle and you have like a family circles. So like, you know, if I was posting, when I, I post rude shit all the time, all the time on, on Facebook and stuff like that. You know, if I, if I posted something rude, I would put it with my friend circle, cause my friends understand that I have a rude personality, I have a rude sensibility of, you know, common, my comedy, you know, is rude. You know, I don't want my fucking, aunts in puerto rico to realize that i'm making dick and fart jokes you know say i don't want to know about that you know i feel bad sometimes when i do it so at least if i had if facebook had circles the way google plus had circles i I think we would have saved a lot of fucking family relationships (laughs) and friend relationships because then you could post all you know if 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 you are a person you support a trump and you want to fucking post a million trump things a day then i just take me out of that circle and go do post to so all the fucking Trump fans that you like. I don't want to hear about it. Well, you know, if we're friends because we hung out fucking one time in summer camp and we we're fucking, you know, 10 years old, that's fine. I don't want to hear your fucking how you think, you know, Trump is making America great again. So fuck those guys. Um OK. <laughs> and speaking of Trump, uh, you know, I love how uh, there's a story now where. Uh, Trump was watching the Super Bowl and he was hanging out with in the same room was the woman that was the, the, the guy from the Patriots, the owner of the Patriots, got busted because he was going to a, a massage parlor where they were having happy endings. And that place is pretty much basically just known for fucking human trafficking and how the woman who ran that place and is involved in human trafficking was fucking hanging out with Donald Trump. When Donald Trump was watching the Super Bowl, you know, so, you know, birds of a feather flock together. And here's a guy who fucking had banged the fucking porn star and and and, and paid one hundred forty thousand dollars to shut her up. And she still didn't shut up. But, uh, you know, birds of a feather flock together. So, you know, for the guy that wants to make America great again, I guess, you know, it's OK to fucking get a handy from, you know, some uh, human trafficked Asian lady. In, in Boston or wherever the <laughs> wherever the, oh no excuse me in Florida because I think like the the when the guy got busted I think it was in Florida and not too far from where our wonderful president has his golf course um let me see uh, let me see what else I have okay have the, the the we had the Michael Cohen hearings uh you know it was one of those deals where you know Michael Cohen lied to Congress before and the fucking Republicans were attacking him saying how can we trust this guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, they didn't mind nine months ago when he was like, he was handling their funds, you know.
4: Oh, I, my my favorite part is when he brought the receipt for the check mm-hmm. that Trump paid him back the money for, and it was while he's been president. And that that's that right there is like a damning piece of evidence to me, honestly.
2: Yeah, and it's like, and for for him to, because they was they were calling it the catch and kill. Like, they would go after rumored stories that were in the, the, the tabloids, and they would go, and they would pay off people to say, look, don't post this fucking article. We'll give you X amount of money, don't post this article. And, and they're like, oh, well, is it true or is it not true? Oh, you know, oh no, no, it's not true. We just don't want, even, we don't even want fake stories going out. And it's like, if you're paying people, if your, if your nose is that dirty, That you have to pay people for fake news not to go out? What then? What are you hiding? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like you know, there's gotta be so many fucking skeletons in his closet. You know that I don't know. R. Kelly's fucking singing a song about it. Um, did you see the Alex Jones on Joe Rogan?
4: Alex Jones? No, I didn't. Alex Jones
2: is a fucking psychopath, and there's a there's like a three hour joe rogan experience video alex jones the guy like he's the guy screaming about water turning the frogs gay and he's a very conservative person and and he's helped trump get into office and he's one of those guys you know it's big on conspiracies but that guy is a fucking lunatic okay i'm on the podcast and i'm talking a lot of shit and i'm drunk or whatever but like alex jones puts me to shame uh (laughs) you know don't don't get me wrong as an entertainer you know, I understand. You know, this guy's on the radio for hours on it on end. He doesn't necessarily take too many calls. He doesn't necessarily have that many guests. Uh The guy's a fucking psychopath. Somehow he's he's turned that into a career. And I'm not gonna lie. I wish I had the money that he had. I wish I had the fucking numbers that he had. But you know, if that means losing your fucking mind, uh, and and I know he's like, cause he was t- he he went to court for custody of his kids, and then his wife was like. Well, look at, he's on the fucking radio saying all this crazy shit. And he's like, yeah, that's a character I portray. And I get that, you know, like when you do the podcast, yeah, there's a character that you are, you know, there's the, there's the person that you are. But you know what it is? Those characters come from fucking grains of fucking truth. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Alex Jones is a fucking psychopath. But it, I mean, if you have three hours to kill, <laughs> and once again, and this is no way, I don't want people to become fans of Alex Jones because that, that's the opposite of what the fuck I want to happen. But just watch this guy, how psycho he is, talking about human-animal hybrids, and how the fucking aliens have visited us, and, and we're part of a bigger experiment, and the fucking sixth dimension, and I'm, and I'm like, he sounds like a joke, but this is all shit he's legitimately fucking spewing. Um, Okay, what else? Uh, There's a girl, oh, okay, there was a girl talking about shirts that have the Metallica logo on them. But she was just calling them metallic. I, I, I posted, I don't know. It, it's, it's basically about, you know, like people that are wearing band shirts and they don't realize they're wearing band shirts or like the, you know, how it's trendy. Like kids are now wearing like Thrasher shirts, but Thrasher is sort of a, a skate magazine. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, you know, you're wearing a shirt for something you don't know what it is. And there's a, there's another one where I couldn't find the original video, but I found a video of someone commenting on it where a guy's wearing a Slayer shirt. And he's at a party, and the guy is such a fucking douche. He's a douchebag. And the guy's like, you, you know, name three songs from this band. And he goes, that, oh, this is a band? I thought it was Slayer, because, like, I slay, man. You know, and then his fucking douchey fucking college frat boy friend's like, Slayer, you know, and I want to fucking punch him on the throats, because, you know, Slayer's a legit fucking good band, and there's people out there that are wearing fucking band t-shirts who don't know what the fuck they're wearing, and and it's not you know it, it shouldn't be there and once again and i and i can't be mad at the bands because merch is merch the money's going into their pocket anyway but it just it dilutes the brand and it just it frustrates me when these people who aren't you know i wouldn't wear you know you know, uh, you, know uh, you know i you know i mean i guess yeah i could wear a black lives matter shirt but i mean like i don't know the struggle so <laughs> i haven't earned the right to wear a black lives matter shirt you know i don't wear you know uh, when gay men in the 80s wore a shirt that says silence equals death you know, I'm not going to wear a fucking, you know, a shirt like that. That's like a gay agenda shirt because I'm not gay. You know what I'm saying? And it's sort of like, I don't have the right to wear that shirt. Now, of course, Black Lives Matter and Silence Equals Death, there are, these are serious social fucking issues that need to be addressed. But uh, the, the point is, is don't wear a shirt for something you don't fucking represent. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you saw a, a goofy white guy from the suburbs isn't going to wear a public, shouldn't wear a public enemy t-shirt. And maybe it's, it's yeah, it's good for public enemy because, you know, he likes the band or whatever, but if you're not really about it, you really shouldn't be wearing that fucking shirt. Especially if you're wearing it more for fashion. Like, if you didn't even know public enemy is a fucking band and you're just wearing it because you think it's a cool fucking looking logo, you're even, you're triple the fucking asshole. Um, okay, then we had Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey did a video where she was, pretty much calling the fans marks you know for wrestling fans marks is you know someone who's like really into wrestling and they buy into it and it's sort of an insulting term but if you notice ronda rousey's also um turning into a heel because she made a video calling wrestling fan marks and stuff like that but then again just this past saturday she was in rochester because there was a there was a, a wwe show in rochester this past saturday uh, the road to WrestleMania. It was a, a house show. A house show meaning it's a show that isn't on SmackDown or Raw or Pay Per View. Um, but you know they do these house shows every week, and so I love how she can do. She does a video online insulting the fans, but then comes out. And then uh, part of the the deal was she gets in the ring. She was gonna throw her shirt out. Now the old Ronda Rousey, who was like a, a face. You know the the face is the you know the the term for when you're a good guy. <laughs> Um, you know, she would throw her shirt into the crowd, so, you know, a lucky fan will get the shirt that she was wearing. Now, she was, it looks like she was gonna throw the shirt, but then she doesn't. And then she does the, the Generation X suck it thing, you know, like she crosses her hands over her crotch and like shoves her crotch forward. So, she's doing a heel turn. She's turning from a good guy to a bad guy. And so, uh, you know, the, the wrestling term is they call it kayfabe when you're, when you're a fan of wrestling, where you kind of use reality to kind of influence a story but it's all fake anyway but you know she's she's doing kayfabe and she's turning into a heel she's turning into a bad guy so just wanted to bring that up real quick uh let me see what else what else what else international Women's day uh i'm a misogynistic misogynistic asshole so i shouldn't even talk about (laughs) international Women's day you know i'm a misogynist who's also the father of a little girl so i maybe i should be a little bit more towards international Women's day but hey i like captain marvel so that means something. Um, okay, nerdy news. Okay, let's, let's quick shoot this. Idris Elba is gonna be in Suicide Squad 2 as Deadshot because Will Smith is bowed out. Will Smith is too busy doing good movies like Aladdin. <laughs> 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 but, uh, it's weird because, like, they're doing Deadshot in Suicide Squad 2. I think they're, they're bringing in a couple other, they're bringing in new people. Like, Deadshot's gonna be like the only character returning from, the first Suicide Squad. They're bringing in King Shark. They're bringing this character called, like, Polka Dot or some shit like that. Um, rat King or some rat catcher. Like, all the people in the new movie, like, I, the only person, the only character that's coming back, and it's not even the same actor, is Idris Elba. Now, uh, you remember, like, we watched the, the animated versions. You know, some version of the Suicide Squad, uh, Harley Quinn and Deadshot hook up. Like, Harley Quinn, sort of like, you know, she's broken up with the Joker. And she hooks up with Deadshot, which means we could have had a movie where, where, um, Idris Alba was banging fucking, uh, the girl, uh, Margot Robbie. <laughs> you know, which would have been kind of hot. So, uh, you know, uh, but Harley Quinn's moving on doing her own movie with the Birds of Prey, so I guess that's not going to happen. Um, uh, Stephen Amel is they're they're, they're, they're saying there, there's going to be no more episodes, no more seasons of Arrow and, i guess it's good to leave now than fade away you know it's it's good that they're 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 kind of letting arrow you know as you know there's better and, and it's and trust me it's not at it's it's fucking peak because you know i was never a fan of arrow it was always very depressing but it's not like you know stephen amell like when he tells this story cuz i watched like the 8 minute video that he posted and he's like you know i want to go and do my own thing or whatever and i was like dude you should Fuck you play Arrow until you're fucking dead in the ground. Because Stephen Amell's not gonna have a career outside of fucking. You know, if if he's Um, doing if he's doing Casey Jones for fucking Michael (laughs) Bay's Ninja Turtles or whatever. You know, Michael Bay produced Ninja Turtles. He doesn't have a career. You know, fucking. He's gonna be. He's gonna be the way fucking Adam West was with fucking Batman like that Stephen Amell 30 years from now is going to be doing fucking conventions and he's only going to be known as Arrow he's a good looking guy and everything like that and he's charming or whatever he doesn't have the star power to pull off his own fucking movie and I may be, and look, prove me wrong you know in two three years from now when he's the fucking you know he's the next Indiana Jones fine then you could tell me Chris you're an asshole because you said he's never going to be a fucking you know but that being said Stephen Amell he should ride this fucking thing until, it, until the wheels fucking come off of it but uh you know they're 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 and then again maybe he's pretending like it's his choice and it's not his choice (laughs) you know maybe they're just canceling arrow because arrow is fucking sad and depressing and no one wants to see that shit um okay joker trailer they showed the the new um joaquin phoenix joker trailer it's really nothing new it's all the same shit we already saw from the last uh, last couple episodes, the last, like, whenever they have really quote-unquote leaked footage, which is filmed fucking spectacularly, um, you know, it's more of the same. I really don't give a shit about it. You know, I I, I want to watch it for the train wreck that it is. I don't think it's going to be a good movie. Um, you know, I want the movies to go back to being light. I, I You know, I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, we got Shazam coming up. We got Wonder Woman 84 coming up. We got Birds of Prey coming up. You know, these are movies that are going to be fun. Suicide Squad 2, let the movies go back to being fucking fun. We don't need a a dark, gritty Joker movie in in the vein of Taxi Driver. I'm not a big fan. You know, fuck that shit. Um, Okay, Disney. uh, There was a rumor going around saying that Disney was going to, since Disney now owns Marvel that Disney was gonna just, quote unquote, just straight up stop making Marvel comics. Which one isn't going to happen. It was just a rumor that was going around. That being said, you know, Marvel is kind of shooting itself in the foot, where they keep like changing characters, and they keep trying to like force this agenda. And once again, I liked Captain Marvel. And I, I you know, and I don't wanna shit on it like, oh, this is just a fucking, you know, girl power, empowerment movie, agenda movie. No, it was a good movie. It was a legit good movie. And, uh, you know, Marvel, it does feel they're making certain decisions just to make people happy when they take characters and they change their race or they change characters and they change their gender. And, you know, and it I does actually ha- hate
4: when they do that just to just to do it. It's
2: uh... yeah. And the whole thing is that you're alienating your fan base and they're like, oh, well, comics aren't selling. Well, stop changing the fucking you know you bought this fucking company to sell comics and then you switch the comics and once again i know that makes me sound like you know like a real close-minded asshole but you know if you want to make a strong powerful character female character start with a brand new female character give us something fucking new um once again it, it feels you know marvel keeps fucking around with the formula and that's why i was i've always been more of a dc guy when it came to comics because at least dc tries to keep its storyline's going. Marvel is very fickle. Marvel like, oh, they'll make they'll make a decision and then 2-3 months later they'll see it's not working and then they fucking change the whole story. At least DC waits a year. <laughs> you know, I mean, DC changes on the yearly, Marvel changes on the monthly you know and, and Marvel yeah. you, know, you can't follow a storyline in Marvel as much as their art is fantastic and they have great characters and they do incredible fucking movies you can't follow the comics because you'll get 3 issues deep into a comic series that you like and then they'll change it because it wasn't selling so there was a rumor that DC was i mean Disney was going to stop making Actual Marvel comics and just stick with the movies. It's not gonna fucking happen. Marvel's, you know, Marvel, Marvel's making big fucking money. They just need to stop, stop with the SJW agenda. You know, and not that I'm anti, you know, I'm, I want things, I want people to be more open-minded and fucking enlightened, but, you know, don't, stop fucking with established characters. The established character, that's the reason you paid 12 billion dollars for fucking Marvel, because you, you bought these established characters. Stop fucking with the fucking, you know like i said if you if mcdonald's woke up one day and said we're making pizza now people are going to get pissed off because they go to mcdonald's for burgers not for fucking pizza. um okay uh once again we talk about comics my old local comic store st mark st mark's comics in new york city is shutting down because the neighborhood is changing and they can't afford to pay their rent anymore so once again, these fucking people that are gentrifying New York City—the the same culture that they came to the city to fucking absorb and 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 and, and embrace—they're destroying because these people that are coming from the fucking suburbs and coming from the sticks and paying, you know, having daddy pay their fucking uh, uh rent are, are is it's killing the fucking culture of New York City. And my old favorite comic book store—and of course, yes, I haven't been there in years because I haven't lived in New York City for years. But you know, I mean like, you know, we advertise comics etc on the show and the comic center is a is a store I go to. And my old place that I used to go to, my old home, St. Mark's Comics is shutting down because they can't afford to pay their fucking rent and it's disgusting. Yep. Um okay, a couple more things. Orville, if you haven't been watching Orville on fucking on Fox, the Seth McFarlane fucking show, get on that shit. If it's on, if you have Hulu, watch the old episodes on Hulu because the last couple episodes were fucking kick ass. They they actually had the past two episodes, which is a two parter, and I mean I might have been I don't know if they had one this past week. I might have missed it, uh, but they kind of you know they had a they had a serious storyline. Those two episodes, like they had a couple of jokes that were just kind of thrown there just for like brevity, but. Uh, like if you haven't started watching the Orville and if you liked the next generation, watch the Orville because that that is truer to the next generation than I feel even like Discovery is, you know, so you should be watching it. And the last two episodes were fucking kick ass. So I got to give Seth Seth MacFarlane his fucking props because the Orville fucking kicks ass. Um, Dark Phoenix. And this is something we we're talking about before the episode, Um, you know. There's a new trailer for Dark Phoenix. Who gives a shit? <laughs> you know, Fox is going over to Disney eventually. You know, this movie, you know, they're telling us a storyline that we already saw. We already, we've already seen the Dark Phoenix uh, movie done with Thamka Jensen and, you know, you know the older, you know, the, the original X-Men 3. Um, I don't know what they're going to do different. It doesn't seem much different. It, you know, why fucking beat an old horse to death, you know? I'm not a fan. No one really cares about the Dark Phoenix. We've seen it. We've seen it in the cartoon. We've seen it done in the movies. We don't need to see that fucking storyline again. I know Paul's all for it. Paul's, you know, Paul's a mark (laughs) for the X-Men. What? (laughs) You know, but... And this whole thing is that, like, I think there's one more movie. There's, like, the New Mutants movie, which they made, and they're eventually probably going to release. But, you know, Fox has pretty much already said they're going to sell their fucking... All their IP to fucking Disney. So... These movies, are, I mean, yeah, they're putting it out, but it's like, uh, and don't be wrong. Do I want to see it? Yes, I'm gonna see it. I'm not gonna go to the theater to see it. I'll wait till it comes to fucking Netflix or, 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 or Hulu or something like that. But I'm not running out to the theater to see the Dark Phoenix movie with, you know, Jennifer Lawrence and the girl from Game of Thrones and 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 you know, the new Professor X and Michael Fassbender's Magneto. I I, I don't know. I don't care. I used to love the X movies X Men movies. I don't care. Um okay, uh, Regina King, who, for those of us who are fans of like Adult Swim, you know, was the voice of the brothers on Boondocks, won an Oscar. Um was it Green Book? No. What movie did do you know what movie she won the Oscar for? Uh
4: which one was it for?
2: Regina King? Oh
4: um. Oh, I want to say um, Green Book, but Beagle I don't
2: think oh, Beale yeah, yeah. Street. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, Beale Street bill street something yeah. but my point being is that you know we loved her she was the voice of one of our you know favorite cartoons and now now she won fucking an oscar so <laughs> i think that puts the kibosh on you know i guess we're never gonna fucking have a, a boondocks unless it's a reboot and they get another voice person a voice actor because and don't be wrong i'm proud I'm, I'm happy for her i had a crush on her back in the day when she was on 227 um but you know i know i'm happy for her but, you know, now she's making now she's going to be making real movies and she doesn't need to be making goofy cartoons on Cartoon Network. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won an Oscar, uh, which makes me want to dick slap Kathleen Kennedy because Kathleen Kennedy, uh, she fired uh, Lauren Taylor, the guys behind the Lego movie uh 21 jump street 22 jump street and now the guys behind spider-man into this sp- and there were other people don't be wrong i i i know there's more than there's more people behind into the spider verse than lord and taylor but kathleen kennedy who works with lucasfilm fired those guys off the solo movie which didn't do that well and gave it to uh what's his face opie cunningham whatever the fuck his name is uh you know she changed directors halfway through the movie. They had to spend more money so he could quote unquote fix the movie when they should have left Lord and Taylor with Solo. Because what happens? She fires him off of Solo. They end up doing Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That wins a fucking Oscar. So Kathleen Kennedy, the bad decisions you're making for Lucasfilm. Look at you. You, 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 you fired. Award Oscar award winning fucking directors because you want the, your fucking agenda. Um, your the
4: phone's th- not supposed to be on during the podcast. So.
2: Uh, well, I'm not used to fucking people. Really.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, um, there was that. There was a there was a campaign to save Daredevil the Netflix series, and it's like, dude, just let it. What's his face? Uh, uh um, the guy that played Kingpin. Uh, um, shit,
4: can't right. think of his name. I know what you're talking
2: about. Uh, Vincent though. Vincent Dino- Vincent D'Onofrio started a campaign save daredevil and it's like vince we get it we like you daredevil was okay it was probably in my opinion the best of all the netflix series um just let it die netflix you know uh, you know the, everything's moving over to the disney plus you know as much as we like those those shows on netflix, the netflix marvel shows were okay they weren't great And if anything, yes, Daredevil was the best of all of them. But once again, you know, they had bloated fucking series, bloated seasons where there were 13 episodes when you could have had a really good, tight 10 episodes, but you bloated them and you made them 13 episodes. So just let it die, man. You know, we're not going to they can't touch the they can't touch those shows for like another two or three years because that's what the contract was for. Let it let that die. Let let Marvel focus on new characters when they move over to Disney Plus, you know.
4: Well, but then, man, listen, like, when Disney Plus comes, they may end up just doing it there. Disney's, listen, let me. But I'm saying, but it's going to be
2: about three years. Their their contract is up, their contract is for, like, another three
4: years. But see, you don't understand. Like, Disney has a lot of fucking power now. (laughs) So if they want to take someone from Netflix, they'll just be like, "Listen, yeah,
2: yeah." I this is what this is the same, what's the same way happen. they got the same way they got Spider Man from Sony. Maybe they could throw Netflix. Look, we're gonna buy this fucking contract out. <laughs> Here's the fucking money, you know. And yeah. Netflix is gonna be okay. Netflix has enough original programming. They don't need to rely on the money that they're making from you know. In a year from now, no one gives a shit about Jessica Jones or Luke Cage. I mean, let's be fucking real about it. Um, but exactly. Um, okay, so let me see. Two more. Damn, I, I didn't even I'm get. to to shoot you. <laughs> uh, we, the KFC has Robocop as a spokesman. I don't know why they haven't brought in the guy. I'll buy that for a dollar.
4: Damn, this is gonna be a two-hour podcast. <laughs> this is a two-hour. Podcast.
2: Shit. And I haven't even do it. I haven't even gotten it to fucking Captain Marvel.
4: <laughs> you can say you can say that for next podcast because Paul yeah. needs his beauty sleep. <laughs> gotcha.
2: And then we got Hellboy coming out in about a month, which I'm not super excited for, but you know I'm gonna give it a shot um and i guess you know this i did want to talk about captain marvel but a lot of stuff that i did want to talk about kind of had spoiler stuff so for the sake of the people who haven't seen uh captain marvel um we'll We'll just we'll just leave it at that but you know had a great soundtrack the stanley cameo is fucking awesome i love the stanley cameo and then there's even and once again this isn't really spoiling it too much the beginning of the movie kind of has a tribute to stanley and let me tell you, if you don't fucking have a, a tear in your eye when you see that fucking tribute to Stanley, then I don't want you to be my friends. Don't stop listening to the fucking podcast, because if that doesn't fucking even my cold hearted ass fucking welled up when I saw the fucking tribute. If, if that isn't your thing, no, you know, if that isn't your thing, then uh, fucking please remove yourself from my life, because I can't live with that kind of negativity. And this is a guy who wishes Alec Trebek dies of fucking pancreatic cancer. Um, <laughs> all right. So. uh Let's, uh, let's wrap this up.
5: That's what, That's what she, said. she said. Uh,
2: please visit, uh, two strangers, one podcast.net where you can find all things show related. First and foremost, you can find links to our iTunes page where you have, if you have an iPhone, an iPad or iPod, you can subscribe to us on that. If you don't have an iPhone, an iPad or iPod, you can subscribe to us on a Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app for Android devices. And, uh, you can listen to the past, like, two or three episodes, two or three years worth of episodes on Stitcher. Anything beyond that, cause we are just like a month or two away from our seven year anniversary. Uh, for those episodes, you can go and look us up on YouTube. Just look for two, look up two strangers, one podcast and find us there. But once again, Stitcher is how I listen to all of my podcasts. And once again, this isn't an endorsement. This is just the truth. It's how I listen to my podcast. I listen to the listen later option and the available offline. So I don't have to kill my data or kill my battery downloading, uh, stuff offline. And when I'm in a wifi spot, get all my episodes. And then when I'm out and about, now it's things are a little different because I work from home. But when I, when I am out and about and I'm, and I'm going to the post office to mail out my packages (laughs) for the people who buy my stuff on eBay, um, you know, I'll listen to, uh, Stitcher from there. Uh, that's S T I T C H E R. Then, of course, our main, hosting site is on SoundCloud. Uh, so if you can, if you want, I make all the episodes available for download on SoundCloud. And that's for both Android and Apple devices. We want your money. We need your money. And until we set up the Patreon, uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash two strangers on a podcast. Click and, you know, just like and subscribe the page, like and like the pay share this episode. You know, once again, you know, it takes two seconds to do it and it shows you support and spreads the word. And, you know, even if you can't contribute a fucking penny to the podcast, it gets the word out. Um, if you want to write us, you can write us at twostrangelowpodcasts at gmail.com. I haven't. I should have checked before the episode, but I'm going to see if uh, Oscar has written to us. Oscar hasn't written forever. Oscar hasn't written in a while. And uh, it's weird because he did contribute to he did respond to like a post you made on Facebook. But, uh, yeah, he, he hasn't written to the show in a while, and I wonder if he's still listening. You know, all these years he fucking called me piece of shit for not having a job and not getting a job that pays well and not having a car. And I'm checking the, I'm checking the Facebook right, I'm checking the Gmail right now, and he hasn't written to us. But if you want to write to us, you can write us, write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com, all spelled out, two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. Um, and once again, uh, two strangers one podcast dot net, you can find links, you can find links to my eBay page. So all the wonderful people who have been buying my products, you can go on eBay and just search for XLNYC. That's uh, my name as an extra large New York City. That's a fucking name that I've been using for years. XLNYC. Um, or you can find the link to that on two strangers on podcast.net. Uh, you can find links to my audiobook, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, available um uh, that's on youtube you can find a playlist for that you can find the playlist for my my album my my first album uh newman (laughs) but that's under the name xlnyc you know i put out audio books you want to buy my real book you can find a link there you can find uh my my first album which is more it's like electronica music uh that all the links for that are on tostrangeablepodcast.net um you can follow us on Twitter at Stranger Podcast, but once again, that's just a rehash of our Facebook page. Uh, so everything you can find on TwoStrangersPodcast dot um, and if you want to listen to any older episodes, you could just go on YouTube and search for Two Strangers Podcast. I can't think of anything else. So I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. Holy shit! Finally.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can find me going to my bed right now because I'm kind of tired. Um, you can find me on Twitter at. Paul Pascarillo. You can email me, Paul or at TsunamiFaithful.com. See, that's why I'm getting really tired. Uh, Oscar knows how to email me there. And uh, you can, if you're part of our Discord, you can you know, you know, can message me there, at Paul So there you go. Oh, and uh, follow me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Paul I I will add you if I like you. If I don't, well, you can't have access. So there you go.
2: <laughs> well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening, had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. Uh, oh, yeah.
4: Not like how Chris is trying <laughs> to
2: And buy my stuff on eBay, goddammit. Bye. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead.
3: You want Double do you jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris
0: Cologne? Smells good to me. But <laughs> 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 Look at her. I broke that fucking cold little exterior. <laughs> He's like,
3: hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. I'm punny. <laughs> <I don't laughs> <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with the oh, materialist Lynette. I feel you, Eric. Lynette.
0: I'm, 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 oh, Fucking, are you sure I didn't write this? <laughs> uh, I, I smell. Sounds hauntingly familiar.
3: He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia.
0: Well, I, I got to meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia. Play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history. Much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, man. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. She got some summer reading. Uh, (laughs) Christopher
3: Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea
0: is. is. I've never heard this before.
3: I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks.
0: Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think
3: it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2 odd i see a tale from the road coming soon
0: right on man it's part of a trilogy this is the first part
3: Wait a right, man he's seeking
0: a literary agent motherfuckers anybody out there there ain't no literary agents listen to the show i assure you sure sure i assure you sure but somebody know a literary agent welcome my fucker up chris cologne come up with an original idea i should tell raskin that's a good fucking idea to be so honest too. with you that's a fucking rom-com right there Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No. Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste. Chris Cologne, I get a, a whiff, if you will.
3: The book could also be ordered on www
0: $5 is yeah. insanely inexpensive. 15 is not even that bad for a for paperback version. No. This is a million-dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come, I like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I All know. On.
3: You're trying to get me to laugh again.
0: It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I see, a Tell from the Road. Should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double jackpot. I'm serious. I'm gonna recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it, and you could sell them fucking both chicks.